daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that brought you a bagel with your favourite scream cheese. Now, based on the conceit <laughs> of this episode, <laughs> that alone, I'm guessing it's a Hotel Transylvania film. I'm going to say the second one. It's the first one. Ah, shit. Dracula says it, of course. He brings one for his, his darling daughter. And we find out that Jonathan Lofren claims to be scream cheese intolerant. Good stuff in that first film. That first film was dry as fuck compared to uh, <laughs> to what came after. Yeah, but it um, really did set the foundations and reintroduce the characters that we know and love from <laughs> gothic literature. <laughs> to a modern audience. So I am Luke. This is also Luke with The Sandler Pit, a podcast where we watch and review every single Adam Sandler film or TV show or appearance or stand-up special. This week marks our 50th episode. And it's a 50th anniversary. <laughs> Feels it's like, like 50 it. anniversaries, yeah. So this is our 50th episode, and it's pretty much a year since our first one, right? Yeah, point. I think so. Yeah. It's our birthday month, October, when yeah, we were forged exactly. in the flames of the great Hubie. It's a perfect mix of Hubie Halloween and uh, an awful pandemic. <laughs> Just <laughs> the meshing of minds. It was beautiful. For our 50th episode special, we had different options. We could have watched uh, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Uncut Gems. We could have revisited some favourites like Hubie Halloween. Going overboard. Going overboard. Some of our pit and castle classics. But instead, uh, what we've decided to do is do a further deep dive into the uh, Hotel Transylvania franchise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say if there's one thing that we've discovered we love that we didn't know about before, like before doing this podcast, it has been this film series. The journey yeah. you went on, we've discussed it in detail enough, but you really weren't looking forward to this. And now no. you really love this series and you think about it all the time and whatever. So <laughs> it only makes sense yeah. to explore it further, right? Yeah, I went from very cynical of the first one, which I think I saw at the cinema whenever the hell that came out. And it was rubbish. And then I never bothered with any of the others. And I assumed that they were terrible. But there's something about the second and third ones that really broke me as a man, particularly the third one. And now it's one of the only things I can think about on a daily basis. I reckon if you went back to the first one as well, you'd see the foundations of what you grew oh, yeah. to love. I'd see Big Frank and I'd be like... The king of banter. <laughs> the best Frankenstein on screen? Arguably, one yeah. of them. It's either yeah. him or Benedict Cumberbatch in that National Theatre Live thing. <laughs> so this one isn't like any of our other episodes because we're not going to have a Sandler scale. We're not even going to have a game. No, the whole thing's we a play, game, arguably. We played too many games today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty like appropriate that this is a sort of Frankenstein's monster of an episode. It's stitching together lots of different facets and it's making up something incredible in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into a little bit about the TV show. We've spoken about that before. Not much on that. A bit about some mobile games and one console game. <laughs> a little bit about fan fiction and maybe some predictions about the future and uh, maybe a little pitch where we decide if we're going to add, <laughs> add a new ingredient into the Drac Pack, as they sometimes are referred to as. Drac Pack is a very tight-knit group. 
but <laughs> I feel like there's elements we could we could maybe push another little monster in there. Yeah, there's room for more, isn't there? I think firstly though, we should talk about do you know the news that apparently it's not confirmed yet? And I feel like we should find out soon. Apparently, um, Transformania is skipping cinemas and it's going to go straight to streaming. Mm. Amazon Prime, apparently. Which yeah, I find so, weird because Sony just made a deal with Netflix. So why is it not going to Netflix? Isn't it a giant deal between uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime? I might have made that up. Oh, is it? Could let be. me let me check. Yeah, it's going straight to streaming or premiere on... Nah, just Amazon Prime. Never mind. Oh. I'm going mad. Yeah, but they uh, did announce recently that Sony have got this deal with Netflix where like Venom 2 was apparently going to go sh- like to that quite quickly and a few other things are going straight to Netflix. So it's a bit it's a bit weird. It's very weird. Apparently it's going to be um, coming onto Amazon on the 1st of October. Shit. What the hell? That's next Friday. That's really sick. <laughs> I don't believe that that's true. They're not just going <laughs> to drop it in six days without us knowing. The fucking Sandler Pit boys. Let me, let me double check. Transformania release date. 9th of September. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make sense. I'm going right, to Google, when the fuck is this film coming out? Uh, Amazon would release it exclusively on Amazon Prime Video on an undetermined date worldwide, excluding China, where Sony is uh, is handling a theatrical release there. So <laughs> we might have to charter a plane, <laughs> get over to uh, Shenzhen, watch it there. We can watch it in the theatre. Well, I'm now seeing, on, according to Wikipedia, it's February 25th, 2022. 2020, 2022. <laughs> Bullshit. Where's that <laughs> Yeah, on, the, on Wikipedia, 25th. it's saying February 25th next year. What the oh, fuck shit. is going on? Are we going to have to do another episode every month in the run-up to this? I don't know. We'll have, this was supposed to be should. a warm-up for the film, and now we're finding <laughs> out that it's not out for ages. Oh, my God. It's saying in the United Arab Emirates, it came out the 23rd of July 2021. Oh, it's already That's out over there. To, <laughs> to IMDb. <laughs> what is going on? This Everyone's is, saying October. This is insane. Um, 1st of October for Spain, India, and the USA. 5th of November in Poland. We're going to have to do some travelling. We're going to have to do some sort of <laughs> some sort of world tour where we go to all different countries and watch the film in their native well, place. Whenever it comes out, I'll be happy. Uh, did you know as well that Kevin James isn't in it? Have we discussed that? I think we did mention this before, that he's not in I'm, it. I must have forgotten because I was like, oh, well, at least we've still got Spade and James, the two... Uh, mm. Sue Sandler boys, but yeah, Kevin James isn't coming back. Bashemi is though, right? Oh, I didn't go that far. <laughs> the cast list. <laughs> I think I've heard that he's going to be in it, but it's all becoming a bit bit of a mess. I reckon there's some bad blood between some of the guys, and you know, I bet Keegan Michael Key was like, "Why am I not in the room where it happens?" <laughs> like in Hamilton, <laughs> I want to be in the room where it happens, and then they've they've kind of got a falling out, and Sandler's gone. I walk, I walk. Can you imagine in the run-up to it, they're saying, Keegan-Michael Key, got some great news for you. All the producers are saying to him, we're going to let you in the room. He's like, in the room? Like, I'm actually going to be in the room. And then he goes in and fucking Brian Hall's just there playing Dracula. (laughs) None of the original cast are there. And then he's like, How dare you stand where he stood? How dare you, (laughs) Brian-Michael Hall? I've heard the rumour that um, he's actually jumping ship. He's joining a different animated family. He's playing Toad in the Super Mario movie led by Chris Pratt, <laughs> which is going to be sick. But like just until this second, I thought you meant Kevin James. I was like, what the fuck are you Kevin talking James about? Kevin James is Toad. <laughs> Kevin James. Kevin James would be a good Toad. That He'd Super be a great Mario Donkey Kong. Looks, yeah, that Super Mario cast is absolutely fucking insane. 
It's a fucking big cast, isn't it? Imagine if it was live action, how weird that film would look with all those people in it. Yeah, Chris Pratt and, and uh, Charlie Day's brothers. Seth Rogen in the big gorilla outfit. But doesn't I'm, sound I'm happy with that cast apart from Chris Pratt. I think the rest of it's quite funny. But Chris Pratt, I've never heard him do a voice that's not his voice. Yeah, he's always his voice or slightly like, which is his voice and onward. But I don't know, like these game characters, they never, ever speak, do they? Ever. They don't really have a personality. They're going to go like, oh, yeah. Most of those ones. I feel like Princess Peach can talk, maybe. She goes like, Mario. Help and that's me. about it. That's it. So, yeah, Luigi, they all just say their names, don't they? Yeah. Luigi. It's not like he's so doing tiring. a sonnet. Watching a whole film where they just keep saying their names for 95 minutes. So what does Donkey Kong do? He kind of goes, oh, oh. that's about it. Imagine think... Seth Rogen if it was just the noises that he was doing. The noises with his little laugh in between. I just think it's great that there's some room for David Spade to come in as well, Luigi. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, should we get on to... The meat of our episode. What should we talk about first in this oh, God. universe? We're in it's our little free form, isn't it? We're... <laughs> we're transforming into bats and we're flying around the world. Where do we stop first? I think we should start at the thing that I didn't do any research for and you barely did any, which is the TV show. Okay, yeah, the TV show on Netflix, okay. right? Is it a Netflix original Netflix. series? I think it might just be. I think it is, which makes no sense why Transformania is coming to Amazon Prime if they've already got this franchise all on. They're on really. Whatever weird yeah muddy waters with this this show so the tv show is like a cartoon 2d animation rather than 3d it might maybe look slightly more appealing than the first film but then the second and the third kind of take on that wackier sort of sense yeah. um yeah like the second and third one like they have really good character animations when they're expressing like shock and disgust yeah. and stuff and it, it can actually it did actually get quite good so you didn't watch any of this and i only watched the first episode and we've spoken before <laughs> about how good the titles of the episodes are, so we don't need to go into that anymore. Did you even consider watching it? Well, if I can give you a bit of context to this recording. So you told me about two weeks ago, we're going to need to do all this research for this. <laughs> and I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I thought, I'm going to do it all today. So I've done my games in the morning. I had lunch. I read a lot of fan fiction. And I just kind of got absorbed in the fan fiction to the point where I, I just was like, oh, sh- shit. I've missed my window of opportunity to watch this uh, TV show that I don't care about. Yeah. So I thought, you can just take the brunt of it. Uh, how much of this did you watch? I watched the first episode, which okay. is made up of two parts. I think every episode is like a 10-minute part, and then a little break, and then another 10-minute part that's just a new story. The first one was called Enter the Nose Picker. I can't tell you what the story is because I can't remember, even though I've made notes on it. I don't know what it was about. The second one was about Mavis found like a doll that was haunted. And it was like... She found a what? She found a a haunted doll from her childhood. A doll? Yeah, doll. The fuck is a doll? Fucking... Like a... Let's speak. Like like a a dolly. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say. Like a... Doll. It's art. Fucking doll. Doll's like the fucking money, isn't it? From, they from go in you. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> We're very familiar with doll. So right, okay, look. Uh here's my notes. From End of the Nose Picker, I've put there's a singing mariachi skeleton band that sounds a bit sandlery. I think that's true. It was singing a little song. Fine. Not as good as in like Coco or something, but what do you expect? 
I put this animation's actually all right. Is that Blobby's kid? So there's like a girl who I think is, I don't know what her name was, like Barbara maybe? I don't know. Who's like a blob. But she just talks like a normal person. Not like Blobby, how yeah. he only says his name. She just talks. So she's a bit more of a character, but not a particularly good one. Um, We've discussed how Blobby, like, he gives birth to his son. How does yeah. he do that again? It's all just, uh, does he sneeze him out? Something mad. He either sneezes or vomits him out. He vomits up his son and he pulls bits of his flesh to make a dog. Now, how do you think he created Wendy, which is his daughter, who is um, intelligent? How the hell did he create that? I think she might have come first. Yeah, she came first canonically, but but how did he create her? Did he shit her out? No, I think she might be before Blobby. I think Blobby ages a lot quicker, a bit Benjamin Button sort of. I don't know, he ages backwards. Blobby has a rare disorder where he ages quickly and that's why he's so big, but he's actually only a year old. That's why he's so childlike. It says right here on the Wikipedia page that Wendy Blob is <laughs> Wendy Blob. a green blob of goo that is the daughter of Blobby. Why can she talk and he can't? I don't know. Oh, imagine either... if he, he could talk, yeah, but the part of his head that he pulled off was where his brain was. So he accidentally lobotomized himself to create his daughter. <laughs> to create his daughter, he lobotomized himself. That's such a tragedy. What happened to his son then? His son was born like broken as well. Yeah, yeah, he was already broken. Yeah, because there's no brain to give <laughs> once it's already gone. He can do many things, but he cannot grow a second brain. Maybe he's uh, selectively mute, though, because he knows how to like piss and ride a motorbike and do all this stuff. Maybe he just uh, chooses not to talk. Like a sage monk. Yeah, he's got some... <laughs> maybe there's a reason, and then we'll find out why he can't talk in the next one. I would say it's because he's traumatised from the crack, <laughs> crack <laughs> and attack. Which <laughs> was shot like a World War II scene. <laughs> 1917, <laughs> wasn't it, basically? <laughs> but it doesn't explain the first two. Yeah. I don't know, something happened to that guy. Broke him. What if it's the death of Wendy? Because you've got this theory <laughs> that they're all dead. I was just thinking that as you said it. So... Yeah, all of uh, Mavis's friends are not there by the time the first film starts. So my mm. theory is they died. That's why everyone's a bit in, in like a weird mood, especially in that first one. It's because they're mourning the death of all these youngsters. They're unmentioned children, Hank and Pedro, the, mu- the Mexican mummy for some reason. <laughs> there was a lot of moments where they did... Yeah, they did a big funeral service in the first film. I think test audiences said it was too dour. <laughs> These characters that we'd not actually met at the time as well in the first film. So the setup of the show is that Drac is away for summer, which mm. already clashes with what everything that we already know about Dracula is that he didn't leave that hotel because he was scared of humans and shit. So I think, yeah, he's in mourning for hundreds of years. So I already think that's a bit ropey. Is it not that this is summer and that's when the kids are back from... Um, from university because <laughs> hank you can tell he's off studying something or other i mean maybe but that doesn't explain where they are in summer vacation you well, don't think that we're a little break the, in college? we're away from the hotel aren't we so they could be there and they're just thinking where the fuck is everyone they're not gonna they're think just oh, they're there. on the cruise they're the <laughs> everyone ones everyone went on the, the cruise hotel. They even brought Blobby along <laughs> everyone <laughs> came on that cruise so either they're dead which i think they are or even worse, they're the victims of horrible child abuse when no one cares Kidnapping. about them. They're kidnapped. No, I think they're running the hotel. We had this thing that we wanted to know who was running the hotel while the monsters were on their cruise. And now we know it was it Hank was, uh, and Pedro and Wendy, Wendy. Blob. <laughs> I'd love to know what mishaps they are. <laughs> crazy gang going to. My next note says, wow, Hank seems cool and so does Pedro the mummy. So sad these guys are dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, 
after that, I've put, is Lydia more powerful than Dracula? So she's, I think she's Dracula's aunt, or at least Mavis's mm. aunt, who sounds and looks exactly like Dracula, but has slightly longer hair. She's got a Cerberus, you know, like the three-headed dog. She's got yeah. it in her basement, and she can freeze people and stuff. We haven't seen Dracula do that. Wow, so she's, yeah, Dracula and Jean's older sister. Who the fuck is Jean? You don't know Jean? Who's Jean? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, Uncle Gene Dracula, voiced by Patrick McKenna, is Mavis's uncle and Dracula and Lydia's younger brother who enjoys playing video games. <laughs> Sounds great. He stays in a chariot-like wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. A chariot-like wheelchair. Oh my wheelchair. god. I'll Google him. He's so funny looking. Have a look at him. What happened to this guy? <laughs> Cousin, was his name Cousin Gene? No, Gene Dracula. He's Mavis's uncle. He's Dracula's younger brother, and he looks fucking terrible. How do you spell Gene? Gene is in the trouser. No, Gene is in like Gene Hackman. G E N E. (laughs) Oh, he looks like Nosferatu. He looks terrible, doesn't he? Yeah, (laughs) he's in a bad way. Is he like? (laughs) Have you seen the picture where he looks like he's playing with like... Oh, no, it's a controller. It's a I controller. Thought, I thought he had a little blob in his hand. I thought it was blob. Oh, God, he looks terrible. Wait. I hope he's in one of the films. We've gone down a rabbit hole now. It says on the Hotel Transylvania fandom Wikipedia that he is Mavis's great uncle. So he's not a younger brother at all. He's the brother of that Dracula's dad. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that makes that... more sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Dracula's well, someone is... He's 4,000 years old. God, I bet he's seen a lot. I know. This is annoying me now. He lived through the times of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Yeah, he saw he saw Jesus. He was the one who killed him. (laughs) He could have been. I mean, he was two thousand at the time. So um, (laughs) apparently, he has bad eyesight. Mad that he plays video games because I don't think they're going to really help, are they? Going to rot his eyes out out of his skull. I'm annoyed with the Wikipedia page for getting that completely wrong. Yeah, that is bad. Okay, there's a Doctor character, which is very annoying because I've pitched almost the same character first. I found out he was a fucking Hotel Transylvania, the series character, Dr. John Gilman, the Gill Man. Oh, no, that's my character, basically. Oh, no! (laughs) All right, they can be part of a family, though. There's lots of characters in this that are basically the same. I can't believe we both went for Gill Man. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, apparently in the episode For Whom the Smell Tolls, you can see a picture of Gene when he was Mavis's age and apparently he had red hair. Unusual for yeah. a Oh, in- so the same as the... Uh, Invisible Man. foreshadowing for the... Well, yeah, but also for the little uh, the little boy, Dennis. Yeah, well, I think he gets yeah. that from Jonathan. Maybe they're incestuous. Dad, yeah. um, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, right. so Lydia's pretty powerful. Then I, I went on to the episode part two. I, I haven't got much about this one. That was the one with the with the evil dolly. The doll. Am I saying oh. that right? The doll. Yeah, yeah, he said it better. Now. There's a doll. Uh, there's a bit where Mavis throws a key at a skeleton and says, there's your there's your key, and then the skeleton collapses. That was pretty funny. Blob's kid Wendy takes a smelfy on, oh, no. <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> How do they get the smell in? I don't know, but pl- <laughs> plot hole alert. I don't know if you're ready for this. The picture prints out like a Polaroid. Mavis isn't in it. Oh, for fuck's sake. They so keep she... doing this to us. Is it digital <laughs> cameras can capture a vampire, but yeah. old ones can't? I don't know. Film, Does they the can't wedding... be captured on film. They can't be captured on film, but they can be captured on phones. Except sometimes they can't. Oh, God. They really have messed this whole camera business up, haven't they? Yeah. 
And then my next note was, is this story canon? Because Dracula shouldn't be on holiday before the early films. He never left the castle, I thought. Yeah, he was kind of... Oh, was he a recluse? But his whole thing was not wanting Mavis to leave. So, But I thought he didn't leave either. I thought he was just a workaholic. That's why he needs a holiday come number three. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I don't know. Uh, What's your opinion of the uh, TV show in Hull? Are you going to go Pit or Castle? I just think it'd be wrong to put anything Hotel Transylvania in the pit at this point, but we're coming up to... Oh, well, we're coming up to that, mate. We're coming up to that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) For sure. I'll go Castle, because I think it's harmless. Harmless fun. It's not good, but kids will probably like it, and it'll keep you busy until Transylvania comes out. It's exploring the lore in a pretty interesting way, and the names alone are incredible. So you heard it here first, folks. The Hotel Transylvania series is in the castle, along with all the Hotel Transylvania stuff so far. (laughs) So far, yeah. Do you want to get into the video games? Boy, do I. Yes. Let's go into video games. I want you to go first because you're a bit more fresh with the phone games. Yeah. So a little bit of a background thing as well. You have an Apple phone and I have a Samsung. So there will be variation in the games we've played. Also, you have played the PlayStation game? I have, yeah. I played um, oh, good Lord. Hotel Transylvania Monsters Overboard on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> but I played it on my PS5. I have not played it, so should we leave that one till last? And you yeah, can that's a give it me one. like a book report. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a game, and you can tell me if you played it as well, because I'm not sure which ones you played. So Hotel Transylvania Adventures, also known as Hotel T-Run by the Crazy Labs by Tabtail. I have played that one, yeah. Yes. What did you think of Hotel Transylvania Adventures? I'm going to call it Hotel T-Run for short. So that one, I started off playing it and I was like, I think this is actually okay. A little bit okay. It's like a platformer. Mm. I think you play as Mavis to start off with. Is that right? Yes, you play as Mavis for the first like three or four levels. Yeah, I didn't get very far on this. I thought the tutorial was all right. Starts off okay, pretty interesting. But the more you play a game like this, you're always like, I've played Mario before and that's better. And that's like 40 years before. So I gave up after a while. I feel like it was a reskin of another game. It didn't feel Mm. that grounded in the Hotel Transylvania universe like we'd hoped for. I would say yes, but I think there's far, far more nefarious contenders for that to come, which are, yeah. (laughs) This one (laughs) at least looked like it was almost a Hotel Transylvania game. Yeah, it's got Um, quite good like animation stuff. It's the same as the TV show, I think. It's closer to that series sort of look. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Mid-tier, I'd say. I'd say this is just below mid-tier. I want to preface. Is that the word? Preface? Yeah, this uh, this discussion. I fucking hate mobile games. I hate them. I think they're terrible. And this one is everything I hate about them. In that, after every level, I got an advert every advert, single time, yeah, yeah. and it was always an advert for crypto. And over and over again, an advert I could not skip about cryptocurrency and getting a crypto card. And apparently, this is a, a problem that's plagued a few viewers. I've got a review here from Paula Addison, one star. I'm shocked by the adverts on this game. My five year old daughter was playing a game which is based on a children's movie, and an advert pops up for some realistic zombie survivor game. <laughs> what sort of idiot thinks that's an appropriate advert for this type of game? My daughter was scared and crying <laughs> before. She had done 
something wrong for that to be shown to her and she had no way to stop it you need to have a word with yourselves and use your advert revenue to buy a brain <laughs> i think i said one of the things i like about hotel transylvania is that it's like a gateway into introducing kids into horror so i think that game's just doing more of the work of that it's like a teenager smoking weed and then going into hard heroin. Yeah. <laughs> start with some fun monsters, then they're on zombie survival. Uh, Journeys all have to start to... somewhere, don't they? I did like that in the opening screen on the store. I could get Hank, I could get Pedro, I could get Wendy. Yeah, they're all them. there, aren't they? I like the Mavis levels quite a lot. The running was fine. Hmm. But as soon as... Uh, did you get to when you start playing as Dracula? And you get like a weapon, but it doesn't get really like work. A, you get a power thing where you can press a button and you zoom at something at high yeah. speed and kill it. The things you're killing are like the waiters and the bus boys <laughs> yeah. in the hotel. <laughs> you're killing them. He's going on this mad rampage killing his staff. You're trying to avoid falling into this purple goo, but every time I press the power button, I'd run and I'd fall off the platform from the mm. from the thing, or I'd jump onto a platform and the zombie guy would be right there, and I was just getting pissed off. So you didn't like it because so, it was a bit too out of your range in terms of difficulty then, would you say? Yeah, exactly. It was exactly like the, um, the little Nicky video game as well. <laughs> Did you read the bio for Drac? I didn't know. Is there something good? A five-time Screamy winner. I don't know what the Screamies are. They've been mentioned in the games or the films or whatever. Count Dracula is the overprotective father of Mavis. Charismatic and funny, he's the owner of Hotel Transylvania and oversees its operation when not away on official vampire business. <laughs> it is well known that no adversary can escape his magic dash. <laughs> Yeah, Kraken found that out the hard way, didn't he? Fucking running at him. Dashing his dread, he dashed the shit out of him. Have you got anything more to say about uh, Hotel T-Run? I think that this was the first one I played and I took a screenshot very early on that was a thing that says, please verify your age. And I put in 26 and I print screened that because it made me feel really sad. And I've looked and it says... <laughs> exactly the same. That was my first yeah. one. It says 12th of September at 22.42pm. <laughs> Quarter to 11 at night. Was Mine time. was... It was at 9am this morning playing that. Very, Very early. People. I think as well your age relates to the ads you're shown. So why did so, that kid get the zombie ones? That's mad. Here's what's happened. And I don't want to roast the mum, but the mum's put her age in, probably oh, like 30, yeah. and then they've got 30-year-old adverts. If they'd have put the kid's age at like five... Or it's, it, it might dead. be tailored adverts, and they might have been playing Call of Duty Zombies or, or something like that. And exactly. It's their own fault. Don't blame the big companies. They're not doing anything wrong. That might be why I got crypto adverts, because I'm always Googling uh, how to make more money. And that's yeah. why you got erectile dysfunction <laughs> adverts. <laughs> I've got loads of uh, fan fictions come up about Griffin. Oh, mate. I don't want to get into that yet, but I I've not been on incognito all day and the things I've Googled are obscene. Horrendous. So my internet provider, I want to sincerely apologise to them. That is or rough. the lads at Plusnet. <laughs> John, um, John at Plusnet round corner. Um. <laughs> so for me, this game's in the pit. I hated it because it was too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to argue, but I didn't find it hard. I just didn't find it inspiring i'd much rather inspiring. play like a mario or something like that different i didn't mind the mavis levels it was as soon as they added the high speed run that it got a bit shit mm. and the crypto advert after every time i died i ended up like fucking deleting the app immediately i was fuming yeah there's too much too many adverts i'm gonna right. delete it now now that we've spoken about it get rid yeah of it. get rid of that shit off your phone the next game that i had was 
Hotel T Blast or Hotel Transylvania Puzzle Blast by Sony Pictures TV. Did you have this game? Yeah, I did have Hotel T Blast. Unbelievable game. This was the first one of the pictures that I think I sent you this morning <laughs> of Dracula just all fucked up, all his teeth out. Yeah, he looks mad. Um, so what is this game, Luke? This is a, yet again, another, we've said about the reskins. This is basically, is it called Bejeweled? Bejeweled or something, yeah. One when like, it's just falling blocks, basically. and uh, No, they're not falling, they're static. It's a bubble blast, that kind of thing. If you know, you know. <laughs> it's basically yeah. a game where you is just it like Candy match... Crush? Yeah, like Candy Crush. You just have to match three tiles, at least <sighs> at least three. Or is it just two on this? Two, two or more. They're making it easy for us, really. Well, the first, the first... 20 levels are quite easy and then it gets harder i should know because i've played fucking loads of levels on this one yeah i'm i'm really glad that you're admitting it i've revisited this game i've kept this one and i've actually played it like four times i'm up to level it's 34 really that's insane i didn't mind it there's a 3d animation of your character in the bottom left screen uh, mm-hmm. that is fucking terrifying i don't know who animated it considering it's a 3d animated film you'd think getting that transferring it considering so only made this wouldn't be that hard but the visuals are fucking mental yeah it's quite what's it called like uncanny valley they're they're pretty like spooky which is kind of the point i guess um i've unlocked like how many characters have you unlocked (laughs) (laughs) yeah wayne Wayne looks fucked up the worst is is murray when he goes into his special power oh yeah and he does like this mental face (laughs) and then he does like all his arms and body like stretch outwards and then he shoots sand at the thing. He looks I like unlocked... something out of an anime, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Full on fighting. I unlocked Wayne. I unlocked Murray. Uh, I unlocked Dennis. And I unlocked Dracula. I was aiming for Blobby. But then, um, yeah, it just weren't happening. I, I, had about, I had to get 75 tokens for Blobby. And I think I got five. It takes a and while was... to get to Blobby. I'm 19 out of 75. But I actually also unlocked Cosimodo. Have a look at him on the main menu. Oh my god, look at him, he's so evil. Yeah, rubbing his hands. The thing I like about this is that before you go into levels, if you've selected the character, they sort of just stand on the spot, like, bobbing back and forward. I remember the one of Murray the Mummy's, like, strangely, it puts you in a bit of a trance. He's just sort of going from side to side. And the more you look at it, the more you start thinking, why is Griffin the one that everyone focuses on as being sexy? Because (laughs) Murray has the moves. (laughs) He's got such a good rhythm. (laughs) He has got good rhythm. You can't bring him down for that. I have got a review here from a Kaylee Johnson, which was three out of five, saying, I love Hotel Transylvania. So this game is awesome for me. Yes, same. However, some of the levels can be quite hard to pass. Also, I wish you didn't have to buy Mavis with real money. I would love to play as Mavis, but I don't want to spend real money on a game. I don't think it's fair, to be honest. At the very least, you should be able to unlock her as a playable character and not have to buy her with real money. I feel the struggle, to be fair, but with Blobby more so. The thing is, though, when you get to a movie tie-in video game and also mobile games, you should know that they are just trying to leech your money, basically. Same with any mobile game. There's always adverts. There's always wait times you know you get like five lives and then you have to wait an hour for each one to come back and all that stuff but you can pay to speed it up like it is terrible bad stuff it's why like have you... phone games are only good for train journeys and stuff really aren't they what mobile games have you played and kind of got addicted to over the span of your long life I'm fucking terrible with it. All the things that you say you hate, like the adverts and stuff, like I'm that person that will watch like a 30 second advert to get another life and all that stuff. Recently, Crash Bandicoot, they brought out a phone game that was like a knockoff of Temple Run, but also had like boss fights and stuff. 
that was okay. I spent way too long playing it. You know, like in lockdown where you started liking really like mundane stuff. I don't know if you had a phase like this. We went through a phase where we watched like every episode of Below Deck, like a reality show. And I would just sit on my phone playing Crash Bandicoot, just like submerging myself into the sofa. Like my fat rolls, like almost drowning me. <laughs> eating digestives constantly it was it was mad but it happened but yeah i don't know i just i do actually like mobile games at the moment tetris quite a lot of that bubble blaster good stuff sudoku like a sudoku. Do, you ever, do you ever feel like you're you're wasting your life Not really <laughs> It's just the I goal of sleep. me to say that when we I can never sleep because I'm always um hearing the car chase from murder mystery. It keeps me awake at yeah. night. So I just play yeah. games to try and drown out the sound, drown out my thoughts. How about um, you? Do you have, have you have you got any that you actually play? Uh I don't play any anymore. Uh I think I played Simpsons Tapped Out for longer than I should have. Yeah, I, that was a I've classic. never spent real money. That's no. classic. I, I, remember, I don't think uh, I've ever spent real money on one. That's because I like watching the ads. <laughs> Pokemon Go for a little bit. Like oh, that. Yeah. Do you remember it came out when we just finished at Lincoln, I think, or like I think just finished university. And I remember all these massive nerds outside uh, the Weatherspoons on the Brayford. I was like, what are all these nerds oh, really? doing out here? It's because there was like some Pokemon statue thing. Yeah. They're all trying to catch a Moltres or something. And I was like, oh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I just can't get into them particularly just because of this waiting to watch adverts. I tried doing Duolingo and that was the same issue. Like, just stop trying to sell me shit all the time it's, it's really annoying i couldn't believe on that game that the erica pack came up and it was 230 percent value i could buy erica and her monster power is that she can destroy four mini columns and she also comes with 200 coins and it was nine pound 49 nearly a Christ. tenner for that that's so mad isn't it do you reckon people but have be... paid for it oh yeah Erica. Yeah, definitely. Well, like it's the same as it's the same as that Marvel Avengers game. Like I was over at uh, Andy Oates' house, and he showed me it, and it's such a shit game. Like I only had a quick go on it there, and I hated it. But he showed me the page where you can buy all the characters, and it's like Hulk in a top hat for yeah. twenty quid. And yeah. I was like, what? They're all horrible <laughs> just... outfits. That game's another weird one. Like I played the campaign of it starts off all right. There's like a story mission for Miss Marvel, and it's all right. And then as the more it goes on, the more or you're like I swear I've just been in this corridor you're going in like a lab and it's just the same corridor copy and pasted loads of times and stuff but it's oddly comforting me and Joe Tyrone have played it for ages we paid, probably played like 60 hours of it or something just play it and we, really? we just talk talk shit and play it it's just an easy time time waste of a game you think you know a man it mm. says that he's sunk 60 hours into Marvel Avengers Jesus yeah. Yeah, so where are we putting a Hotel Tea Blast? Are we putting that in the castle or in the pit? Got to be castle. It's got yeah, that replay, that replay value. I spent yeah, twenty five pounds. We on finish it. up tonight. I kind of liked it. I'm playing Actually, it right now. Actually, thinking of, I liked uh, like wordscapes and um, mm, same and vibe. Like that. Yeah, less intelligent puzzles and stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you had any of these ones. I don't think you did. The Unity games, which are Hotel Transylvania Road EDM Dancing, Hotel Transylvania Magic Saber, and Hotel Transylvania Rush Tiles Magic Hop. I did not have any of these games that sound fantastic. Okay. Fill me in. So, <laughs> it won't be long. <laughs> these games are all made by this company called Unity. I don't really know who the fuck they are. The first one is um, Hotel Transylvania Road EDM Dancing, made by Rashad Aliyev. So this game, you click on it, it comes up with a picture of a cat wearing headphones, 
and it says, you'll have a better time if you are in headphones, and then the app doesn't open. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was a fucking waste of my fucking time. Did you wear headphones um, for it? I put headphones on because the cat told me to, and then nothing, <laughs> nothing fucking happened. So that's in the pit. <laughs> yeah, that is great in the pit. A cat, and it wasn't a monster cat. It wasn't a spooky cat. It was a cat with headphones on. So Brilliant. in the pit. Hotel Transylvania Rush Tiles Magic Hop is by Alaya Valiev, uh, again produced by Unity. Right. This one had another put on your headphones and then it doesn't open. So that was a again, again a, a fucking waste of time. And by the way, all the tiles are like like some weird magic shit's going on. But then there's also a picture of Dracula next to it. <laughs> it's awful. Um, this is so sad that I... these don't work because they all sound so interesting. Yeah, made with Unity. And then there's a gorilla with headphones. It just closes. That's what it. The f- what the hell? And then that Maybe one. Maybe try and get a new phone or something. There's the cat. There's the cat. Closes. I recognize Cat that Unity closes. logo. I recognize that <laughs> from something I've played before. I don't know what. Right. Now we have one more Unity tile. This one is Hotel Transylvania Magic Saber. Do you ha- can you have a guess at what happened here? A elephant with headphones turns up. <laughs> it tells you this game's better with headphones. It will it have Let me have a quick check. Bear with me. Oh, I'm bearing with you. Don't you worry. Made with Unity. It comes up with a picture of some headphones. But this one actually starts playing. It works. Now, it starts a very generic game. Oh my God, it's playing already. Fuck it. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. It starts playing a game where you're a woman running with a big sword. It's not a Hotel Transylvania woman. It's nothing. It's a woman running at a block. Yeah, it's the saber. And she runs at these blocks and she hits the blocks and you've got to skip to avoid bombs. Right, okay. Um, and it's and it's a really bad game because it's so glitchy and it's so slow and you move her and then and then suddenly she speeds up really fast. Um, the only thing that relates it to Hotel Transylvania is that it's playing Tiesto. <laughs> So if I could just play it for one second, you can cut it out if you don't. You can also get like all sorts of songs playing, but I don't know why. I'm in the top 82 Hotel Transylvania players. You're the top 82 people that managed to get it to open. (laughs) It's so shit. So it's a very broken looking Temple Run ripoff then basically. It's a, a very broken Temple Run. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, this one is, I think, the worst game I've encountered so in I've, the pit. I found out that Unity is like a game engine. So it's right, made good okay. games. Like I think it's, I just saw that like Call of Duty Mobile uses the Unity engine and a few other things. The Magic Saber was designed by Furhad Akif, and I hate him. And he, yeah. he ruined my morning. <laughs> those, those guys aren't using it properly. Before we start <laughs> onto these ones, can I just say that, I don't know if I sent you this or not, but there was actually a official game of Hotel Transylvania 2 made by... Sony Pictures Animation, available oh on iPhones and Androids. It's a builder game with all the monsters and human characters from Hotel Transylvania 2, including Dracula and Jonathan Lofren. <laughs> the game was deleted in 2017. <gasps> it's just deleted. See, it's just gone. See, that's pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, um, enjoy action-packed adventures while transforming into a bat, conjuring a sandstorm, eating scream cheese, doing the vamp dance, all while winning bountiful gold. <laughs> See, that sounds great. Does sound is good. there any way to play it online? Like, is there any emulators? <laughs> but I don't care. I don't know. I don't, give a shit. I don't know what. I Googled something else as well. And you know when Google gives you, like, suggested... I Googled, like, where can I get Hotel Transylvania, the overboard game? And yeah. one of the suggestions was, is Hotel Transylvania based on a true story? <laughs> <laughs> and the fifth fact on this list of seven things you didn't know about Hotel Transylvania 3 by Townley Gale. Townley Gale is written, fact five, the movie was all about authenticity. <laughs> 
the town that housed the Hotel Transylvania was based on Wallachia, the town where the real Dracula was from. In where? Wallachia. Wallachia? Wallachia? Should we fly to Wallachia on the day of the Hotel Transylvania 4 release and we'll record it? We have to find out which day it is. (laughs) Live from Wallachia. This movie's all about authenticity. (laughs) Oh, that'll be so funny. Okay, uh, back to the mobile games. Did you have Hotel Havoc and Crazy Cruise? I have got these installed, but I can't tell you anything about them. What can you tell me about these two? I can't remember them. Okay, so they're both like child games. They're both designed by this company called Bieber. I think yeah. it's a game for babies because it kept telling me, get your child. <laughs> and these are the ones where it says that parents should be like holding the phone at all times. Holding time the phone, yeah, exactly. Does it tell uh, you so- to scan a slide or it asks you what kind of park you're in? Yeah, so you design like, it's like, what park are you in? I'm, like, I'm not in a park, I'm in a hotel or I'm on a cruise. So the first one is um, Hotel Havoc, and that's based on the TV show. And you've got to go through and you've got to look after the guests at the hotel. And the first guest you have to look after is this awful monster called Swamp Sue. <laughs> Swamp Sue. And you have to play like these really like easy mini games. Uh, you have to play Rock, Paper, Scissors, which I found really unfair because I lost. But I was like, how? <laughs> <laughs> if I was a kid, I'd be really angry. I had to play against Klaus doing okay. that. <laughs> this makes no sense to anyone who's not played them. Sounds like the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> and then I went through and it kept saying stuff. And my second guess was Lord Slobberton. <laughs> then I stopped playing. And you had to kind of, it would be like a fang you very much and stuff. It was, Pretty good. It's quite cute, really, isn't it? It was, it was all right. And there was AR elements. You had to, like, drag things into this monster's mouth. It was cute for kids. Oh, yeah. I did see you showed me that you'd found a treasure chest in your bedroom. Was that from one of these? That was on Crazy Cruise. So Crazy Cruise is a little bit different, but same kind of concept because you have to build your own uh, fucking playground at the start. And yeah. then and then you have this really weird cutscene, which is static images of Mavis and uh, Dracula talking. It goes, hey, Dad, I know getting you to go on this trip was like pulling fangs. <laughs> oh, well, it's fine, honey bat. No sad faces, Dad. I came up with something for us to do as a pair. You mean just the two of us? Ooh. Tell me more. <laughs> well, I found an old map with a string of monster islands. And then you go to the island of gargoyles, the Eerie. And this is when the game becomes racist. <laughs> So these gargoyles, well, first of all, look at him. He's like a little gargoyle with this massive grin. Massive, but he's yeah. like he's Jamaican. All right. He goes, hey there, Mon. Oh, no. <laughs> Here to take on the challenge of restoring our lost relic, the Sword of Liberty. So he keeps saying Mon. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really like that. Yeah. It's a bit racist. Monster. So you go up the Eerie and then a bunch of rocks fall on Dracula. (laughs) 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 Worried face behind all these rocks. So you have to swipe the rocks off. And then there's a gremlin raid. Oh, shit. You have to press the gremlins and throw them off the bridge. I went into my own bedroom and a treasure chest came out of the floor. <laughs> oh, nice. That's pretty cool. You seem like you're having quite a good time with those two games, to be fair. Even though you said they're for little kids. They're for little kids, but I think they're kind of fun. I guess if you, I can imagine like a little kid, like two-year-old and their parent with like an iPad. I bet a kid would have fun with that. So for that, I, I put it in the pit. Oh, the pit. Oh, no, the castle. The good one. <laughs> the good one. I think because all these parents and kids will have a lot of fun doing this, I <laughs> in the pit. <laughs> so I didn't play those ones because I downloaded them and I downloaded another one that was called like Hotel Transylvania AR Dubai Experience. 
I started playing it and then it was saying like, where are you in Dubai? Scan some of these things. And it was like telling me to scan these things. And I I just assumed all three of those were the same thing for some reason. So I just deleted no. it. I didn't realize I, I, I was missing out the, on the rock game. I had an issue with the augmented reality experience as well. And it was saying like, scan the code. And I was just in my room. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I Where's the code? The at one point. <laughs> Where's the fucking code? <laughs> I thought like, maybe if I aim it at floor, it'll do something. Because that's how work. the treasure chest popped out of my floor yeah in, but i think that only works in dubai but i also downloaded that one that's um, another place for us to go after we go to wallachia <laughs> <laughs> did you have any more games because i've i've got a couple more uh i think that's it for the ones i had on my phone wow okay so we're getting into the real shit tier now oh, okay here we go um, so this is what the iphone users are missing out on yes so the first one is a game called New Transylvania Run, which is fucking horrendous. So you're Erica, and you're. Why being... is Erica such a big focus in these fucking games? The worst character yet. And guess who it was made? Made with Unity. So you open up, and it opens on this broken fucking screen. Oh my god. And oh. there's <laughs> Erica. I just reduced the volume. Oh, that... I can't. So that just. So... It started off with a shot where it literally pulled out from Erica's crotch. Yeah. And you're in a pot and a lot of very racist, stereotypical tribal people are relishing in the fact they're going to cook you. (laughs) You click play and you start running and you have to jump and flick over and then this happens. Fuck, a fucking advert's pop. (sighs) Yeah, I hate this game so much. And it It was frustrating. That noise started haunting me because this game... (laughs) is fucking terrible it's broken it doesn't work so you're eric and you're running and you have to like fight gorillas and Did in she a do jungle. that in the film i don't remember don't fighting remember gorillas this. and escaping from a jungle but the pictures looked amazing on the app store because it looked like temple run but it was dracula in a hawaiian shirt so maybe you've just not unlocked him yet i don't even know how because the game's so glitchy oh god i have the next one one of the worst ones is one that's just called transvania they didn't even spell the fucking name of the game right. Oh, God. So Transvania is a, a, a ridiculous game where you are Cartoon Mavis in a car in a snowy Christmas setting. I'll oh, yeah. You. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot of this. So I've muted it because it's very irritating. So I, I click play and you're in a little buggy. You've got an accelerate button and a uh, slow down button. So I'll start accelerating. So I'm just She's driving. Break. I, that's the word. <laughs> and I'm collecting food for some reason reason but like normal food there's a polar bear with a fucking father christmas hat and a boot so it's a christmas game and then you crash horrifically and mavis <laughs> dies and that's the game over and then you just replay it over and over again so why would she be driving is... when she can fly exactly this irritated me so much because it's completely missed everything it's such a cheap product the fact that it's a video game but you're in a sled and you can see in the back when she flips over it's a, a sack full of presents so that's meant to be father Santa. She's, she's for Christmas. Yeah, what the hell? This is a Santa game. She doesn't emote as well. When you crash, she's just she smiling her care. fucking head off. She doesn't even give a shit. She's just oh. broken her neck. Does not care. She died um, doing what she loved, delivering presents to the children of the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful and they didn't even spell Hotel Transylvania right uh, it has no reviews on the app store which was annoying um, you're probably the first person to download it I might be it's called Transylvania Motel Boom uh, Drive Car Adventures by Babylon Studio Babylon Babylon B-A- not Babylon no ba- 
B-A-B-L-Y-O-N-E. So it's like they're trying to look like Babylon Studios. I might check if I've got this, because do you know what? I only downloaded ones that looked official, and it sounds like you've gone for just everything. Well, I went rogue. (laughs) Yeah, you've gone very rogue. Let me see if there's any that I should have. There's one here called Levamp. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's got (laughs) 4.8 out of 5. That looks weird. Levamp. So yeah, check out Levamp if you want. Hotel Dracula. See, I didn't think to get that. Vampire Haunted Hotel Run. Mm. I got. I only got ones where the Transylvania characters were in the picture. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Before we get on, I'm guessing they're all pit, right? Oh, yeah. Well, do they even deserve pit. that? I don't think they, they're, they're nothing, except for the puzzle game and those ones designed for kids, which are kind of creative. The rest of them can go in the fucking bin. Yeah, they they're can. Not, be- <laughs> not even into the pit. Apparently, quite soon, I've read this was announced in May this year. Apparently, in Halloween 2021, we're going to get a game called Hotel Transylvania Scary Tale Adventures. Apparently, it's coming to PlayStation, Switch, Xbox, and PC Digital. 3D platform adventure that takes takes you on a fairy tale journey with reimagined classic stories such as Little Red Riding Hood and the Emperor's New Clothes. But this is an official game, like going to consoles and stuff. When's that out? Apparently, Halloween this year. Fuck off. We'll keep our eyes out for that one. <laughs> should we play should we get it? Should we play that? Well, we've just found out we're, we're waiting a lot longer for the film. So we've got to, you know, enjoy some scary tale adventures in the meantime. <laughs> should we get on to what I spent my afternoon doing today? Absolutely. So I found out we've been talking about this game for fucking ages for some reason. Never ages. actually seeming like we were gonna play it, but I found out that you could get the Hotel Transylvania Monsters Overboard game on PlayStation Now, which is the failing streaming service that PlayStation have been trying to like get people interested in. I was never interested in it until now. So <laughs> <laughs> I got a week's free trial of it. Which I need to remember to cancel because otherwise it costs like £9 a month. And I don't think I'm going to go back to um, any of the games on there. There's some good stuff, actually. You know, I started the membership and I was scrolling past and I was seeing like games I was quite nostalgic for, like Sly Raccoon, a few old Ratchet and Clanks and stuff. And then I got to it. There it was. Hotel Transylvania Monsters Overboard. I started playing this game. And so this is a game on PlayStation. You expect it to be at least slightly animated, maybe. Mm. But no. Instead of having a cutscene to open the game, you're introduced to these screenshots of the monsters all on the deck of the ship, just all staring at each other. And I was thinking, fuck, is my game not working? But it was all like this. And then there's the voiceovers that are like, hey, what are you doing today? But none of their mouths move because it's just pictures. <laughs> the biggest thing that they've brought in on the PS5 is that a lot of games run at 60 frames per second. This was one frame per every 10 seconds. It just it was just screenshots of them talking and like the boat gets struck by lightning and they all fall overboard and there was just a screenshot of the boat tilting to the left and then 5 seconds later there's a bolt of lightning it flashes and then the boats tilt into the right. Oh my god. It was terrible. So is, it, is it like those 90s point and click, which are just kind of still images and text and yeah. stuff? It didn't even show just like a scene from the film. That's what I would have done. If I was making a game like this, just yeah. loosely connect it to a scene from the film, like the games we used to play when we were kids. We used to do that, the film one. So you're telling me that Bieber did exactly the same as that cheap one for like 
mums and dads mm-hmm. and little tiny babies. They did yeah. exactly the same as an official PS4 release. It's mm-hmm. rubbish. And like none of the characters really sound the same. Like the Dracula one's actually all right. I'll say that. I don't know if it is the guy who's voicing him in the next film, but like his voice was, was quite good. But then you get to this island, right? It's a fixed like a fixed height camera. I think it's called, is it isometric view? Where it's like almost top down, but not quite. So like you can see Dracula, he's wearing, you can choose either him or Mavis. Obviously I chose Drac because I'm not a lunatic. He's in his Hawaiian shirt with his long legs and whatever. You can control him, but you kind of press forward and he sort of doesn't move for a second and then he gets going. It doesn't feel like you're really controlling him. And while you're doing that, there's this circle that's like a beam of light that you also control. And then you find out that there's these animals that are called like impies or something which are like little flying bats that you control and they follow you everywhere and you throw them at things to destroy stuff. So he just throws these little creatures like at a tree and then they start destroying the tree for you. And then he whistles them back. I started playing this with headphones on and then I took them off quite quickly because it was so annoying. But basically, if you press circle, he just whistles to call back these little monsters. So you just can keep pressing circle and he's just like... Come to daddy. He says things like that. Oh my God. I'm looking at them now. I thought you meant like little flying, like I was imagining the firefly from uh, Spyro the Dragon. No. They're, they're little like mammals. Yeah. They're like little bat things that follow you around. And they. Oh, I it... hate that. <laughs> so this is basically like a puzzle game where there's four different types of those and each one can do something different. They're allergic to some like sunlight and shit. And to make it even more annoying, it's done so like every level you play is eight minutes long because the sun's going to come up in eight minutes. So you've got to get your stuff done in eight minutes or else you're getting fried. You've got to go back to the boat, which is the hub. So like you're doing all these puzzles and then it'll and then you see a clock come up in the corner like red writing like 10, 9, 8, 7 and then it's just oh my like God. you get sent back to the boat. You don't die, but um, you've got to go out onto this island and keep trying to find all your friends and rescuing them. So like the first one you find is Wayne and his head's just like he's buried up to his head. In the, in oh the my God. Been cut off. <laughs> his head's been cut off. It's on a spike. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> So he's buried up to his head and he's like, ah, help me, Dracula. And then you walk away, yeah? If you walk past him, Dracula's like, oh, wet dog smell. It's like, that's that's one of your four best friends. And you're saying he stinks. <laughs> you got to like, he said it, yeah, right next to him. And you've got to go and like find these kids and stuff. And I don't know, it's just these puzzles and whatever. He destroys a tree and says that he wonders whether it's a captain's log. Found that quite funny. Oh, that's quite good. That's like quite good. Captain of the ship. The problem is, yeah, like you keep unlocking these new things, but then you have to go back further. And the maps are massive, but there's nothing in them. So it's just like sand everywhere and then a few trees. There's like nothing yeah. to do. You're just running around. He's really slow. If they're platforming, do they at least like differentiate the levels with like a lava bit and an ice bit and underwater bit, like classic platforming? Not no. from what I played, no. From what just, I played, it was just, just like sand, <laughs> yeah. I played like mo- most of the first level. There's like different people to fight and shit, but it's just like crabs, <laughs> fighting crabs. <laughs> and uh, there's like Venus fly traps that try and get you like Mario rip off like things you know like a plant yeah. killer plant but you're just throwing the impies at them you don't you don't get to punch there's no jump button 
<laughs> you're just running. So you're telling me that Dracula, the most powerful monster of all... He's not even got his dash. He he's not even his got dash. his dash. That's exactly what I was going to say. Where's his dash? He's Where's so his slow. Like... You can't transform like... into a bat. To a bat, he can fly. He's... He could do all this stuff so easily if he just thought that, oh yeah, I can transform into a bat. It's like he goes on holiday and loses his goddamn mind. <laughs> he fought the Kraken. Yeah, exactly. This, I think this is the same he story. Kraken, what to build his it's, confidence? He's yeah, just he's throwing himself. Children. At That's the bit they don't show in the film is that he actually was throwing impies at the Kraken. What but, is um, an impie? Is it like a, a kid? Or is it I, like? Is I, it... I don't know. Like a go- like a goblin? Maybe. Do they speak? Do they have like? They say and some things. They say like. Oh, oh, I think make like right. horrible noises. But then I unlocked Wayne's impies, which are obviously like little werewolves and um they can destroy like sand barricades and they can pull like little switches that open doors for you but there's like these other plants that let off a smell you get told that the werewolf impies cannot resist this smell so they like if they smell it they're gonna go to it all right so like like all dogs their yeah. main power is that they can destroy sandbags <laughs> and their main weakness Open is they something. They will just go to it. They, will they look can't resist. Out. Yeah, they just can't resist the smell. I did like a boss battle against the giant evil plant and I died. <laughs> I died once. But then I, I had to complete it. I did it. I, I fucked him up. I played it for an hour and 20 between... minutes. <laughs> Where does it rank against Super Mario Galaxy? That's what we're all wondering. <laughs> Very similar to Super Mario Galaxy. If you wanted that, but with a bit of a Sandler flair to it, then you've got your game here. What's the music like? Frustrating. All of it's quite frustrating. It's quite quiet. I don't know. I didn't like it, but I found myself playing it quite a bit. And like, as I was turning it off, I was like, should I just try it a little bit more? But then I was like, no, I can't do this. The end goal of the game is to find all the pieces to make up Neptune's compass. Because, uh, what's her name, lost it, Erica. She wants all the pieces of Neptune's compass again. Well, it's kind of like, that's again like the Bieber one, which is like trying to find a sort of whatever. It's all about artefacts. I don't even remember there being that many artefacts in none. the third one. It's more dancing and crackings. My... By the way, I'm putting that game in the pit because I, I did in get annoyed pit. at it, sick of it. Yeah. What would be the ideal Hotel Transylvania game, do you think? Ah. Oh. It's a really hard question, but it has to be something like a... I like platforming kind of levels would be good. I think that utilising your main characters and letting them use their weird powers. So you've got like Murray can whip things with his fucking bandages and nice. the, the, can the swing. wolf yeah and the wolf man can like get really powerful at a full moon or whatever and Invisible Man he, he's a stealthy kind stealthy of character level. yeah then you've got Frank's the bruiser he's a big big mm, boy definitely. and then Dracula can do everything can't he you're saying you want Marvel's Avengers but with the Hotel Transylvania oh character. fuck <laughs> that's this what I'm saying I want a, I want a level where I can buy a, a Dracula with a top hat for 20 pounds <laughs> <laughs> my um, ideal game I think if you're going to go mobile I think like a tapped out would be quite good where you make your own hotel ooh. or like a Sims. oh yeah yeah that'd be all right and then what about you know Smash Brothers but you're fighting all the monsters. <laughs> Imagine that. Then we could find out who's the most powerful. Who's the most powerful one? You set all the CPUs on each other. <laughs> you've got like the special the moves when you've, you've built up your power up and you can unleash Blobby's special and he just pisses on the enemy <laughs> and melts them. <laughs> that would be good. A big beat-em-up brawler fight fighting game with these characters would be fun. Um, it's really gory. I think also maybe like, you know, ever played those uh, WarioWare ca- games, which were just kind of like, Shit, yeah, mini games. mini games, but but Wario's there. I'd like that with little Blobby 
just yeah, wobbling about and doing shit. Tap Blobby over and over again to <laughs> release loads of babies from him. Wank <laughs> off Griffin as much as you can. <laughs> and then he sees his glasses just wobbling. <laughs> tickle him, tickle Griffin. Yeah, that could that could be really good. <laughs> I think that's enough video game chat. I mean, I'm all I'm all gamed out. I don't know about you. Yeah, me too. On that note, let's move on to our next segment, shall we? What is our next segment? I think we should go fan fiction. Yes! Right, strap in, guys, because this is going to be a fucking journey. Fan yeah, f- if you've had your uh, kids with you for some reason, <laughs> you've both been like playing the little game and you wanted to review, oh, that's nice. Get the kids out of the room because we're going to get filthy. Yeah, I've got one to start off with that isn't that filthy, to be fair, but... The concept of it was just so insane that I had to read it. And I read every chapter of this one. This one <laughs> is by a guy called Justin Bonesteel, apparently. Steel was in like the metal. Lovely. Boxing steel. out, man. Yeah, steel, like Sheffield, the city of steel. This is a Frank-centric storyline, boxing okay. out, man. Basically, the concept is that Frankenstein has a gambling addiction. <laughs> and he lo- That's how he got those uh, claws. <laughs> From what I can remember, yeah, I know I've read all of this, but like he loses a, a gamble, like I think a card game or something while he's gambling. He loses it to the Loch Ness Monster and then he becomes in debt to a fire ant, a giant fire ant, apparently. So it was pretty insane. I just had to read it because that concept was just nuts. But um, here's a snippet from the first like bit. I think it's at Dennis's birthday party. And I think this guy really captured the tone of these films perfectly in this paragraph. So this starts off with Wanda talking, you know, the wife of Wayne. She says, well, Wayne didn't get a bike like he promised, so he's being punished. Wanda, the always pregnant werewolf, replied, he doesn't get to join the party until he gets one for Dennis. At a Walmart store, Wayne is trying to purchase a bicycle. How much is it to buy a bike? $400, a cashier answered. Oh, crud, my wife is going to kill me. Oh, crud. <laughs> His famous catchphrase. Oh crud. Four hundred dollars for a bike. Oh crud. My oh crud. Wonder the always pregnant werewolf. She is always Under pregnant, is she? I guess. Is she pregnant the third one? She's not. No, she, she does some mad stuff. She does a lot of irresponsible stuff for a pregnant werewolf. This is where you see maybe this is what is the difference between fan fiction writers and screenwriters. There's a lot of additional stuff that doesn't need to be in it. So this is still at that same party. Back at the hotel, the other monsters are telling Dracula about the birthday gifts they got for Dennis. Erica and I got her a... Her. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Dennis the little boy. The little girl. Erica and I got her a PlayStation 2 and the entire Kingdom Hearts trilogy, Abraham Van Helsing said. It wasn't as easy, but I managed to get him an iPhone. Murray the mummy said. I named a star after him, Griffin the Invisible Man said. I got him his favourite movies, Sonic the Hedgehog, the entire Shrek series, Monsters Inc., Monsters University, Missing Link, Smallfoot, and the entire Twilight series, Frankenstein said. Dennis has got from his birthday not a bad haul there's a PS2 with Kingdom Hearts so I thought oh this is a period piece set in 2003 no <laughs> uh, because he then gets an iPhone he's got a bike hasn't he as well what else he's got he a get? bike coming yeah $400 bike uh, he gets a star named after him from Griffin I think that's star a star named after him that's quite, it is but kind of nice kind of poignant mm, yeah maybe so there's just a star called Dennis <laughs> Dennis the star 
and um, then what's his favorite the last movies? One? Do you want to hear these his movies? His favorite again? movies, a ridiculously long list that Sonic ended with the, the Twilight films, <laughs> all the Shreks, Monsters Inc. and Monsters University, Missing Link. That's the uh, the Leica one. Yeah. Smallfoot, Smallfoot. That's the one about the Yeti. Well, Yeti, not not as critically acclaimed as the other one so far. But... Yeah, and then the entire Twilight series. <laughs> so this small kid. I get the other ones, but Twilight seems a bit out of place, doesn't it? It does. It seems like the writer obviously loves Kingdom Hearts. They loves Twilight and has tried to segue them in because no normal person likes this. <laughs> I've played all the Kingdom Hearts games and the trilogy. The third one is on PS4, so I don't know how he's playing it on his PS2. Sorry to nitpick Justin Bone still. Another bit. Well, what should we do now? Murray asked. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to buy some lottery tickets, Frank answered. I promised Loch Ness I'd be at the poker game. So he's not called the Loch Ness Monster, he's just called Loch Ness. It's called Loch Ness. <laughs> he promised the, the lake. He promised the lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with that, Frank, Wayne replied. That's Saturday afternoon. Frank is at a stand attempting to buy lottery tickets. Excuse me, how much is it to afford some lottery tickets? $20,000 and... $20,010, the guy at the stand answered. 20010. Why? Very specific amount. Oh my God, when did that happen? Yesterday it was $10. Sorry, but since gambling has been outlawed in Transylvania, we had to find a new way to sell these tickets without the police finding out. Oh. There we go. So you raised the prices by $20,000. I only have $10. Look. Gambling is an awfully expensive thing to do. Besides, if it was still $10, we'd be bankrupt in less than two days. Darn this darn government. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's the only person I know who has the money I need to afford some lottery tickets. Frank sets out to find the person who has the money he needs. Meanwhile, in an anthill, a colony of fire ants are doing their work like they always do every day while being supervised by their queen, Queen Grinder the 11th. Right, I've got a lot to unpack here. So I've never noticed money being an issue in these films because they kind of rule by monster stuff like monster food monster they get like monster flights monster cruisers Mm. (laughs) now i don't want to judge this business but that's fucking insane so gambling's become outlawed to their way of selling tickets is they increase the price by exactly twenty thousand dollars to make it twenty thousand and ten dollars that's shit that's bad writing then a fire ant is called King Grinder. <laughs> Queen, Queen Grinder IX. What's IX? I just went for 11. Oh, brevity, IX but... is nine. Nine, it's... okay. And then, she, so she's quite a character. Her <laughs> thing is that she's just constantly giving birth, right? So like, a, like Wanda. <laughs> yeah, a bit like Wanda, yeah, but as an ant. We're doing the best we can, Your Highness, a worker answered. Well, if you ask me, you look like you got run over by a tractor and crushed by a cinder block and beaten up by a rhinoceros beetle. You'd better step up your game before I wallop you like a dummy. A plump sound is heard, followed by a baby crying. Guys, I've given birth again. Soldier ants pick up the larva that Grinder has given birth to. Ugh, all day I've got to give birth to a bazillion larvae a year. I don't think my ovaries can take it. With all due respect, and he's put do as in D-O. Uh, with all due respect, your highness, it's natural that you're always pregnant, a soldier spoke up. You're a fire ant and we need more and more workers and soldiers since most of our recruits are getting their nuts squished by human feet. They're nuts. They're nuts! <laughs> their balls! So people are going through these fire ants and squashing their balls to the their queen. Ball. Yeah, just their <laughs> just balls. Because the ball. whenever I see an, an ant, which is like, like a millimetre, two millimetres long, I aim for its balls. Yeah, fuck the balls. The ant's fine, I just don't want it to give birth. Yes, I know, you said that thrice already. Thrice? Three Another... times as well. Yeah, quite a lot. Another plump and baby cry is heard. Another lava. Soldiers pick up the lava. Status report, General Weevil. 
that's the end of that screenshot um but yeah then he makes a deal with her he makes a deal with this general so he can afford a lottery ticket to attend a poker game so it's like a a game where you have to have a lottery ticket to get into it so it's some sort of casino royale style games like really exclusive <laughs> yeah. it costs twenty thousand and ten dollars to get into it yeah you've got mads mickelson you have daniel craig and you have frank <laughs> <laughs> the big table. The next chapter starts with, um, Hey, Frankie, the Loch Ness monster greeted Frankenstein. You finally made it. I'm going to do the voice for that because he's Scottish. Um, Very nice. I wouldn't miss it, Frank replied. This is incredible. Honestly, fucking strap in here because for rights reasons, you'd never be able to do this. I'm going to drop the accent because there's too much going on here. Guess what? I brought the gang over. You remember Elvis Presley, Confucius, Abe Lincoln, and Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so a few, a few things to say <laughs> so are they zombies so we've got elvis and abe lincoln elvis i guess modern history his body's probably not too rotten well it is but i mean then you've got abraham lincoln again you've probably got the burial plot then confucius where the fuck did he live like two thousand years ago and then you've no got su- superman who doesn't exist I just imagine that it's Christopher Reeves. It could be. You've <laughs> dug up Christopher Reeves' corpse. And God, look, it's Superman. Not like... <laughs> not, not that it's Christopher Reeves. But luckily, your confusion's about to disappear. Oh, thank Lock- God. Loch Ness. Those are not Abe Lincoln, Elvis, Confucius, or Superman. That's Roy and Sawyer, the fraternal Siamese rattlesnake twin brother and sister. Bruce and Hugh, the rats, and Frankenstein becomes shocked. Prince Scorpo, Transylvania's best card-playing royal scorpion. One and the same, Frankenstein, Scorpo said. Dang it, Loch Ness. I told you not to invite Scorpo. He's a freaking shark at games. <laughs> He's a freaking shark. <laughs> Dang it, Lomas. I told you not to invite a school, but he's a freaking shark at games. Right, first of all, first of all, what's going on here? So <laughs> these zombie fictional and real people have been revealed to be what? Roy and Soy, the fraternal Siamese rattlesnake twin brother and sister. Bruce right. and Hugh the rats. Bruce and Hugh the rats just <laughs> Two, two rats. rats and then a royal scorpion that plays cards you know i mean you have heard that old parable it's quite easy this, is, to mix this must have been two from... rats with confucius it's old superman. and superman it's mad Scorpo. he's got that, that snake mixed up with with elvis and confucius um <laughs> so he says he's a freaking shark at games and then loch ness replies silly frank he's not a shark or a lawyer he's a scorpion well, you'd guess from Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpo, or whatever. Oh, splendid, Murray lashed out. You idiotically risked our health just to go gambling. So Frankenstein's revealed that he's actually in lots of debt to these guys. Guys, please give me a break. I really need your help. But you can't tell Dracula or anyone else about this. Well, what if we do, Wayne asked. This is fucking dark. I'll show them those pictures of you and Wanda making out in your room. What? You said there was no film in that camera. So this has opened a new book. So not only is uh, <laughs> well, we know that Wonder and Wayne have a very rampant sex life because they're constantly giving birth to litters and litters of monsters. Yeah. But also Frank has been in the room with the with a camera. Filming it. <laughs> filming it. But like what for their like sex thing they thought, oh it's sexy. But we know he doesn't have film in the camera, but he's actually been taking photos of what a horrible it, thing. Imagine. 
So he's being blackmailed. He's blackmailing <laughs> he's them to show photos of him fucking his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's just making out. So just he's just kissed his wife and he's scared about the pictures going out. Don't leak them to the press. <laughs> Two werewolves kissing each other. <laughs> All right. So it carries on. So he's yeah, he just needs loads of help, basically, Frankenstein. He's gone to his friends. Eh, let me spell it out for you, Frank. Since this hotel isn't exactly a job with benefits in terms of money, since Dracula is such a charity case, some of us got second jobs to get food on the table. Yeah, Murray spoke up. For example, I entertain kids as a party clown. A cutaway shows the mummy at a kid's birthday party. Who wants a balloon animal? Someone slapped him into a wall. Now that's funny, a child exclaimed. Um, All the children at the party laugh. <laughs> what is going on? So someone slaps that massive mummy. How? A kid. Slaps him into the wall. A kid just slaps, <laughs> slaps him. him into the wall. That's not a joke. That's not, a, that's terrible. Instead of bandages, like you had like party balloons. Yeah, something around. like that. Or something, I don't, that's fucking awful. So look, now that's funny, a child exclaims. And all the children at the party laugh. Ow, that's smart. <laughs> what? Ow, you set them on fire. That is smart. Smarts like that action when it kind of burns. Is that what it is? What, they've got rope burns really... from the mummy hitting a wall. <laughs> I haven't really heard of the phrase before, but it just sounded like something that someone from like the 1920s would say after getting like yeah. slapped. Ow, that's smart. Oh, that's sparks. <laughs> Back in the present, Wayne says, and I work as Transylvania's burger boy. In fact, I'm vice assistant manager. He's the vice what? assistant manager at Transylvania's burger boy. What is going on? These monsters have never once worried about money. And now we're hearing about their sad lives that they've got to take second jobs. Because yeah. Also, why is Dracula paying them? Because they don't do anything in the hotel. No, they, they, don't. Live they just there. hang out. They hang out there as mates. They're why literally the monster grown-ups. It's called a charity case. I feel, yeah, exactly, mad. I feel bad, like, criticising Justin Bonesteel's work like this, but, like, it does go on to get even more insane. So Frankenstein's really tempted by this job, Transylvania's Burger Boy. So he goes down there. He says, okay, then, how much do I get an hour? $1,000, the guy says to him. Holy cow, at that rate, I'll get the money in less than 20 hours. That's not so bad. Please tell me I'm not dreaming. You're not dreaming, Wayne said. Yay, I'm not dreaming. Unfortunately, eight hours later, Frank somehow gets fired and he's forced to pay all $8,000 he's made up or go to prison for five years. Once he returns to the hotel, he vents his frustration. <laughs> That's such a, like, I don't, like, adult worry, you know, for a Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. Yeah, he even up. gives back the eight grand that he's made in the eight Just hours working at Burger Boy, where <laughs> he goes to prison for five years. Once he returned to the hotel, he vents his frustration over his failure to make up the required amount of money he needed to pay back Queen Grinder and her colony. Dang it, I was so close to paying my dues. What in the universe gave them the right to take all the eight grand I made up? So there was some weird thing that I can't remember. I haven't print screened it because I must have just tried to blank it out of my mind. But it was another thing about the government. <laughs> it was like the government had come in and said that this is a stupid rate to be paying for burgers or something like that. So then they, they had to go back to an hourly rate of like $8. Mad twist. What's going on? All right. Well, count me out, Buster. I'm not fighting those buff bullies. <laughs> That's a line in this. Fine, refuse our <laughs> offer. Just hope you have a backup plan should Mavis get blistered by fire ants and get a serious allergic reaction and possibly die. I mean, not a lot we know about her. We don't know how she reacts to fire ant stings. Fine, I'll do it. How much time do we have? He blackmails Frankenstein. He's threatening to kill Mavis with fire ants. <laughs> 
yeah, he finds another way to earn his money would be to enter a boxing tournament. But instead of Frankenstein, the big, huge guy doing the fight, he decides he's going to manage Dracula, who's going to go and do the fight instead. Right. But to get him, and Dracula says he's not going to fight those buff bullies. But then Frankenstein threatens to kill Mavis with fire ants, saying that there's not a lot they know about her. His oh daughter God. of 100 years. He's not 118 years old. Not a lot we know about her. We don't um, know much about her. So then the fights kick off and they're all quite like shit, the people that they're fighting. Yeah. It says, one, two, three, you're out, the coach shouted. Well, I cannot believe my eyes. The announcer spoke with astonishment. Dracula actually defeated Jiku the Great. This is a <laughs> phenomenal moment today, folks. Jiku is no longer the strongest there is. Now he's nothing more than one ugly fish. Beaten by a vampire, <laughs> GQ complained. Oh, the irony. Well, <laughs> well, I must say that that prehistoric shark is prehistory, Dracula gloated. And the winner of the smash and crash competition is Count Dracula. The announcer declared the name of the champion in the audience cheers. So he wins. So he beats a, a prehistoric fish. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favourite monster, Jiku. Jiku the Great. Jiku the Great. J-I-K-U. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh not the final rubbish. twist though there's actually not more the fi- there's okay. two more two more screenshots i've got here suddenly a manticore in a police uniform appears well 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 <laughs> well 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 <laughs> a northern <laughs> northern police officer i reckon well 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 what have we got here then, hello buddies? hello hello <laughs> So this Frankenstein's claimed the money, even though it was Dracula that did the fighting, and this police officer's fuming. Well, well, well. Wanted the money for yourself, did you? He spoke as he cuffs Frank. Frankenstein, you're under arrest for the crimes of cheating and gambling. <laughs> I spelled, hate those two crimes. He spelled gambling wrong. It's gambling. Oh, gambling. no. Dracula, Wayne and Murray whimpered. All three of them whimpered it. Oh, no. <laughs> they all say, oh, no. Oh, yeah, a Kool-Aid guy shouted as he burst through the wall. No, shut the (laughs) fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, they did not do that really old, lame joke. He he pauses and sees all eyes are fixed on him. Sorry, he leaves. So that happens. Um, My family, he's done a family guy joke. That's so terrible. Wait till you hear the last line of this. Yes, Frankenstein, we are very disappointed, a suit of armour says. But at least you took a little bit of responsibility for your actions. But we can't risk the fact that you never told us about this, so you realise you must be punished. We're placing you on kitchen duty for a week, the leader of the suits declared. And we're paying Wayne, Murray and Griffin to keep an eye on you. Crap nuggets, Frank shouts in despair. So he was going to go to prison for five years for his crimes of, what was it, cheating? Cheating and gambling. <laughs> they're, the, they're the big three crimes, aren't they? There's pedophilia, <laughs> there's murder, and there's cheating. And there's gambling. Gangling, gambling. But instead, he's just got kitchen duties for a week, given to him by a suit Not of that armor. bad. I think I might have skipped over the... a little bit, but like, yeah, I think he just confesses as to what he's done. And uh, the police like just let him off, but Dracula's really like disappointed in him. But because he so, admitted to it, they're okay with it. But he's done a lot of sketchy stuff in that. He's a bit of a sketchy character. He threatened to uh, release photos of Wayne kissing his wife. He, he threatened to kill Mavis with fire ants. This guy is a. This is like uncut gems. <laughs> it is literally uncut gems, but with with Frankenstein's monster. My favorite <laughs> part fire of uncut ant. gems, yeah, my favorite part of uncut gems is where he's killed by those fire ants. 
because <laughs> we don't know if he's allergic or not. Um, I, I did read another one. I'm not going to go into as much detail because that was the insane one. Yes. But I read one called Unseen Love by Is That a Crayon? And this was about you falling in love with the Invisible Man. And it does hey. this thing. Yeah, yeah. It does this thing where every sentence is like, you were always discarded and felt invisible to everyone around you. You couldn't find love as no one really knew who you were. So it like directs it at you. And there's points where it's like in brackets and it says YN, which is your name. So like there'd be parts oh. where it's like it was just him, YN and the stars. <laughs> so, so him. It worked for both of us. It was both just him, Luke, Luke Thomas and the stars. <laughs> Luke T and the stars, it could work for both of us. Griffin's really deep and he's like, whenever I feel lonely, I go up here and see the world. And he opens a trap door and just stares at the stars. <laughs> it's interesting. He can't see himself, but he can see the beauty of everyone else. Everyone so. else, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> there was one other bit from this one that I found funny, was that it's done from the perspective of someone that's also turned invisible without realising and they're at the hotel. Uh, he says that it, it, like he's excited to find someone. I've been invisible to the whole world only to find someone who feels the same way. Griffin's glasses has a light pink hue underneath as you felt his non-existent fingers fill the rim of your lips. <laughs> as if you both felt the world stop for a moment, he hesitated as your hand felt the top of his head that felt like clouds of individual curls intersecting each other into layers. You have hair? You asked as a Griffin laughed for a moment. Red hair. <gasps> That's the end of that. <laughs> That's beautiful. Do you have more Griffin, romantic no, Griffin? Af- after the Griffin ones, it then got to Jonathan and Winnie, you know, the werewolf. Yeah. There's a lot of like furry ones, like oh, furries God. that love that. And this is a, the last screenshot of this that I've got. Winnie got. Winnie got on all fours and locked onto Dennis and sprinted towards him. He knew exactly what she was going to do, so he ran for it as fast as he could, trying to prevent from being tackled to the ground. Winnie noticed and started to laugh while accelerating her speed. Dracula Dracula noticed the two running off together and could not help but smile as he knew exactly what was going on and what it will lead to. Right. Dennis is four years old. That oh no, in that girl. they're older. I think they're supposed to be teenagers. Oh, they're old. Okay. Because I, when I was hunting through my fan fiction, I found a fair bit of paedophilia yeah. and, and things about underage people and I did not like it. And I, ugh. Basically, after <clears throat> we were speaking about it, I realised I hadn't found any that were like that rotten. They were more just like oh, man. mad. And then I googled it and I found one, this little excerpt. It's like a fan fiction where Martha's come back from the dead. You know, Dracula's wife. Yeah. I'll just read this quite quick. But while Martha was preparing the bed, Drac was in the bathroom, uncertain of what to do with his erection. He already washed his face and nothing was working. He decided that the best thing to do was to make it go away like he has been doing ever since he didn't have her. The problem now is that she's so close, yet she refuses to let him have her. Drac decided to do it fast before she got worried and decided to enter and find him. He worked all over his shaft fast and hard and before he could <laughs> before he could think of he was empty himself all over his hands and in the sink oh good lord <laughs> he washed his hands and exited the bathroom martha was watching tv <laughs> just scrolling through the channels she dropped the remote and looked at him <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Fucking that was the, this... the dirtiest thing i could find was dracula wanking into a sink wow so I found two fan fictions that are both fucking baffling. So the first one I found was A Beautiful Yet Sad Future by Hello Drerica Rules HT3. Right. One of our finest authors. <laughs> what a pen name. And here's a summary. Some Drerica... Do you know what Drerica is? 
No. Dracula oh, Dracula Erica. and Erica. Erica yeah. Yeah. Some Drerica smut followed by a very traumatic experience. <laughs> Warning, sensitive material to some readers. Readers' discretion is advised. So uh, I'll just start off the uh, chapter one, an awful start to our lives. <laughs> Dracula massages her ripe, plump peaches. Have... <laughs> She's been down the market. <laughs> <laughs> What's of your vod for me? That have grown in considerable size while she's pregnant. He licks them with his long snake-like tongue and caresses them with his long, slender, pointed fingers. Ugh. Erica loudly moans. The baby kicks in protest against Dracula's weight against Erica's belly. Erica chuckles before resuming her long, sultry moan, piercing the air. Dracula huskily whispers, Our baby bat likes it when we get frisky. <laughs> <laughs> Erica whispers in his ear It's quite the opposite He doesn't like it for some reason Dracula stopped He moves his long tongue Down to where her baby bump was And began caressing her belly With his serpent tongue <laughs> <laughs> The baby kicked inquisitively Erica chuckles Oh Dracky bear I think he likes it Try your fangs now don't worry about it. You won't hurt me. Ugh, this is absolutely disgusting. So, so Dracula then starts suckling on her breasts and nipples. <laughs> As the baby continues to kick, she then starts to wince in pain. And then he says, are you okay, my spider lily? Erica's reply couldn't get out as she wanted, as she was in so much pain, so much excruciating pain. Dracula noticed this. He took her in her arms and he ran straight for Mavis's room. And then they go to the hospital. 15 hours later, Erica was in worse pain than Dracula had ever seen. Her body was getting weaker and weaker. She managed to get half of his know their baby out. He's half of his, half of his, no, their baby out. So he got, she got half the baby out. Right. Her heart monitor was beeping at a very slow pace. One hour later, Erica manages to deliver a healthy baby boy. They had agreed to name the baby if it was a boy. What do you think they've named it? Is it is it something relevant, or is it just Clyde? I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Clyde. Uh, the name they picked was Lucas. Oh, sick. our name nearly. Origins French, meaning the one who gives light. <laughs> of course, <laughs> now we know. Here is where. The story takes a turn. Does she Unfortun- Unfortunately, Erica started to slip from reality and into the deep, dark abyss. Oh, Dracula no. cried out her name as she was losing consciousness. Dracula grasped her hands tightly, as if that only gesture would bring her back. The heart monitor flatlined. Oh. Erica's hand went limp and turned icy cold. Dracula couldn't believe it was true. He stared for about three minutes before utterly breaking down and bawling his eyes out. The doctor came to the waiting room. He had a hunchback. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good, because I almost forgot what universe we were in. Thank God Cosimodo was the doctor. So now Mavis is crying, Johnny's crying. Dennis fumbles. Where is Papa Track? (laughs) As Mavis looked at him with tears in her eyes. Is Mama Erica okay? That oh, just no. made everyone cry harder. <laughs> a few weeks later, the day of the funeral's forecast was scheduled for heavy downpours. The funeral had every monster crying that day. <laughs> Erica was 
buried on the hotel grounds. Dracula, who was dressed in a formal suit and cape, held his newborn son, Lucas, who was swaddled in a black and red blanket close to his chest. Johnny wore his formal tuxedo t-shirts. A funeral? Oh, no. <laughs> Abraham Van Helsing showed up. He, of course, tearfully blamed Dracula. <laughs> He blamed Dracula. <laughs> he blamed Dracula for it. I bet fucking Van Helsing's had his kid, his grand, his grandkid die as well. Yeah. This is like his only heir. A horrible life. He's more machine than man, but he can still cry. Dracula <laughs> couldn't believe that he zinged twice, but he couldn't imagine losing two zings. At once, it made his heart ache. He was diagnosed with depression a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> a few years later, Lucas was growing up fast. He loved everything about the ocean. He begged his father, whom was so beaten down by wildlife through his way, wildlife, that he didn't seem to care if he could have a model cruise ship. As Dracula took Lucas down for a nap, he looked to the stars above. Once Lucas was asleep, he made his way to the window, silently praying and asking why Erica left him. 200 years later, <laughs> Dracula died peacefully in his sleep <laughs> as he was <laughs> as he was dying he saw erica reach for him with her ghostly fingers he felt his spirit get up and leave his body erica and dracula were finally together lucas came bursting into the room only to find his father dead and cold with no heartbeat did he ever have a heartbeat was no, he always know. dead yeah Whatever. i guess so he has no blood erica stated that he did a fine job raising their son Erica apologised profusely, stating that she wished she was given a second chance. Wish granted. Dot, 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 dot. So she's going to so, get a second chance while he's still fucking dead. He's still fucking dead, and she comes back 200 years later. Can you believe this story started with him suckling on the breasts of his pregnant yeah. wife and ended with him dying in his sleep <laughs> 200 years later? Well, I will say, all of my favourite erotic stories end with all of the characters dying and having a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one last bit. This is really long, and I spent a lot of my afternoon reading it. And it's called Happy New Year's by the Invisible Shipper. So this is about New Year's, and it says at the start it contains smut and cursing. So if you do not wish to read the, just things, just leave now. Thank you. Do I have that choice, so, or do I have to listen to it? No, you have to listen. Oh, it'd be good if I read it all out, because this is... <laughs> This is obscenely long, but I'll just pick and choose bits. So it starts off with Johnny. He's kind of, he wakes up, Mavis isn't there, and he's kind of like looking around. But then he ends up in the bedroom of Dracula. I think he's slept walked there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's sleepwalked, and he's ended up in the coffin, and he's locked inside the coffin. How's he that's the, that? the setup. Johnny's kind of mulling over it, and then he's thinking about Drac's body. And he says Drac's body wasn't exactly a bad sight. Whoa, where'd that idea come from? <laughs> Johnny bit his lip, making another attempt to open the coffin to no avail. It was at this point, glowing blue eyes opened. What the? What are you doing here? Drac exclaimed, glaring at the boy as he hit his head on the top of the coffin. Johnny yelped, rubbing his head and looking to Dracula in fear. L look, man, I don't even know. I was partying. I guess I got tired, and so I ended up crashing here for the night, and the lid won't open. Johnny bit his lip. There's <laughs> a lot of biting his, lips. His lip's going to be bleeding, all the biting he's so, doing. So he's been locked in there, and Dracula's now thinking, he's like, had it not been for his precious little Mavis, he would have already swooped in and claimed the boy for his own. 
trying to get to the bit where it gets fucking obscene. Which which way are we supposed to read that claim in the boy for his own? Is that he's going to kill him or he's going to fuck him? I think he's going to fuck it. Well, knowing what I know, yeah, I think he's. Uh, well, you sent me a screenshot of this one. I'm guessing this is the one you sent me with lots of um, sex. Oh yeah, there's a lot of sex in this, but I'm trying to get to where it starts because there's a lot of flirting. Maybe put there's a lot contr- of flirting. Control F and then put like cock or something like that. They're doing some. This causes some friction between the two in some private areas. Is it like buried? Johnny- Does it all take place inside the coffin? <laughs> They're all yeah. It all takes place inside this one. Often. Uh, did you just groan, man? <laughs> did you like that? And then they're kind of just moaning. It goes on so long. Well, they just second. sat there next to each other, just groaning and moaning. They're groaning and going like, uh, uh, dude, count. Are you? And then he, he felt his chin being tilted up and he swallowed, leaning closer until he felt cool lips pressed to his own. It was like a million firecrackers went off at once inside him and he groaned softly against the man's lips, feeling one of hands running through the unruly mop of hair. He clutched the vampire's shoulders, leaning into the kiss. This felt nothing like one of Mavis's kisses. She usually did the work trying to put passion into it, but Johnny never, just never felt the same way. Dude, that was amazing, man. Johnny <laughs> mumbled softly once he could breathe properly once more. He felt an adventurous hand running up his side, long and thin fingers desperately craving to feel the pale and smooth flesh beneath. I will say about this one, they've kept <laughs> they've captured Jonathan's voice better than any of the others. They ones. have. And I don't know if I'm whenever I'm reading out Dracula's lines, there are a lot of thes. So the yeah. next line's Jonathan. I do believe that this shirt is getting in the way. <laughs> it's when he starts asking about blowjobs. That's when it gets good. Ah, yeah. here it is. Look, look, Drac. I know this is like totally hard and all, but I don't want to do anything too serious. All right, maybe just a blowjob or something. <laughs> Johnny mumbled, slightly embarrassed as he spoke. His embarrassment only grew when he heard Drac pause before questioning a blowjob. What is this blowjob you speak of? The vampire asked, genuinely curious. Johnny slapped his forehead as his face became redder, looking to where he believed Drax's face was. Um, it's when you take a guy's dick into your mouth, Johnny mumbled. <laughs> you know, the penis. <laughs> Come on, when does he suck him off? Drax is such a prude. God, he's been alive for all those years and he doesn't know <laughs> he these things. He doesn't even know. doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> Whoa, dude. How big are you? <laughs> Big enough, dear Johnny. <laughs> Johnny laughed nervously, feeling the soft skin of the vampire's penis. It was hard, and it was already leaking pre-cum. <laughs> Johnny had only given head to someone once at a concert behind the porta potties. He had been <laughs> drunk, of course, and didn't remember a bit of it. Only the feeling of his mouth being filled by a large cock. <laughs> Hopefully this would be more pleasurable. He tentatively licked the tip, gaining an audible sigh from the man above him. The fluid actually didn't taste too bad. Mostly salty, but not disgusting. <sighs> Fucking hell. It just goes on and on. Johnny couldn't believe he was doing this. On his knees, in a coffin, sucking on his girlfriend's (laughs) father's cock like a popsicle. (laughs) Certainly not how he was expecting to start the new year, but it seemed that neither party was complaining as he bobbed his head. (laughs) He then remembered a trick he had heard of, and he slowly began humming a soft tune. This sent vibrations through the vampire's dick. Johnny grinned as he heard the soft groan, but was surprised as he felt a warm and salty substance fill his mouth. (laughs) 
he swallowed quickly, coughing. I, I am so sorry, Jonathan. It has just been so long. <laughs> I did not mean to. Dracula said quickly, reaching to stroke Johnny's cheek gently. Been that long, Grandpa? <laughs> you are very funny, Johnny. <laughs> Let's see how long you last. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan was in heaven, or at least a cramped and dark heaven. (laughs) He felt the the gentle touches, slowly driving him mad, making him buck into the touches even harder. It was when the cool hand touched the face of his penis. He moaned, and he could already tell, despite being unable to see, the cat was smirking at the noise. He was a rather proud and cocky man, after all. Gingerly, the fingers teased the base, running a finger <laughs> over a vein before a thumb <laughs> ran across the tip, smoothing the pre-cum over the head. Jonathan patted as he heard Dracula purr in delight. <laughs> I forgot this was about Dracula for a second. <laughs> oh, God. And then I, I don't know if they actually get to sex. Uh, Maybe fast forward wanking. a little bit. They're just wanking and wanking and rhythmic panting. And then there was the soft tapping. Oh, no. The sound of witch's heels could be heard in the woman. I think he means in the coffin. <laughs> a witch? Sir, <laughs> your coffin is locked. Would you like me to open it? came a scratchy voice of one of the maids. Jonathan kept silent as Dracula piped up. Yes, Gilda, please see that you do, but do not open it. I am indecent. Yeah, he is. The two lovers waited for a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes before they deemed it safe and opened the lid. The breath of fresh air was amazing after being stuck in the coffin for so long. And Jonathan was surprised if he hadn't suffocated. He hurriedly got himself cleaned in the Count's restroom before pulling on his clothes. His hair was fine. It was always a mess anyways. Drac cleaned up as well, slicking his hair back and pulling on his clothes to look regal once more. It was easy for him to keep his posture after all. The two shared a quick yet loving kiss, smiling warmly at each other. We should do this again, man. That was like totally incredible. Johnny said softly, embarrassed. (laughs) Drac only smiled wider, nodding. Perhaps next week. Definitely, dude. See you then. <laughs> Jonathan chimed, walking out of the room. And as the boy walked away, Drac was pretty sure he heard a loud whooping, only making him laugh. <laughs> Silly human. The end. Oh it's so dark. That's a really sad story, I think. What? Why? That he's, oh, he's cheating on his wife with his father-in-law. That's pretty dark, isn't it? He's fucking his son's granddad. Yeah. And this was uh, written by Luke Terry. <laughs> Luke, you find it. Oh, oh no! I can they pretend I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I like so... the bit when he, um, the bit when he hums the song. Do you think it was Party Rock by LMFAO? Dragon's <laughs> 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 just like, oh, Jonathan, you'll know I love oh, the Party Jonathan. Rock. <laughs> Oh, you're giving me the zing again, Jonathan. If it, if that was actually in the film, while he's doing that, the mummy would come in and be like, can anyone else hear a sick beat? And he'd start like, dancing outside the coffin. <laughs> oh. He's 
beatboxing onto Dracula's car. I don't want to be oh. the sort of person that moans at people for this kind of thing, but who's watching these fucking kids' films and thinking, wouldn't it be funny if... Uh... No, not even wouldn't it be funny. Wouldn't it be sexy if Jonathan, the stoner-esque character, started fucking Dracula in Especially a coffin that was big that. enough for someone to be down on their knees in it? <laughs> I think the worst part of it is that they keep the mannerisms fairly close to the way they speak in the films. It's like, whoa, man, awesome, when he's getting a (laughs) blowjob. It's absolute filth. I guess I did say in the the episode where we looked at the first film, I think I did say that there seemed to be more chemistry between Dracula and Jonathan. Yeah, you did, yeah. There's more like about them, their relationship than Mavis and Jonathan in that first film. Yeah, but don't you think it says a lot about people that like someone's managed <laughs> to get attracted to Griffin and some and other people have really like latched on to the idea of Dennis and Winnie, the two kids. Yeah. One's a dog. Two... <laughs> I don't want to insult anyone because I mean we're doing this, which is bad enough. And well, I was read, gonna reading suggest it to each other. <laughs> reading it to each other and and talking about it and making a full episode on it. I guess we're perpetuating it. Mm. I was going to suggest we should write our own. So, I mean, that's, I guess, maybe this is how all of these started, is different Sandler-based People doing it as a joke. (laughs) To be fair, do you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm sure that I heard that, was it Fifty Shades of Grey started out as a fan fiction of Twilight? It did. One of Dennis's favourite films. (laughs) (laughs) So that means only a matter of time to one of these Invisible Man Hotel Transylvania stories is published as a major erotic novel or it becomes like a bloomhouse film yeah. um <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of these stories like i was on tumblr as well i downloaded fucking tumblr because i thought i bet there's some filth on that and there's all like pictures of griffin naked and <laughs> he's always naked isn't he you never see he, clothes it, floating around exactly but like they've gone into working on his abs he's always ginger but yeah he's he not does ugly. he mentions it though doesn't he in one of the films he got stick yeah. to it so we've just looked at four stories there. Where are we putting them, pit or castle? We can choose, pick and choose. I'd say all in the castle because they all... They all made, in the castle. All of those made me laugh so much more than like most of the films that are in there. <laughs> I absolutely love... I think the highlight is definitely the Frankenstein story. You start off very strong. The There's a lot one. Because the ones I found, one was just harrowing and the other one was just <laughs> smut. It wasn't... They didn't invent characters that were like fire ants and... It wasn't very creative. That one was really good. <laughs> it was good. I, I loved the world building. The, the insane, insane government. I think there's enough there <laughs> that it could branch out into a whole thing where like Dracula runs for mayor and like takes down <laughs> with the other <laughs> the other government that attacks and everyone for gambling. I think we should write a sequel to that. I think we should both write sequels to our respective stories. I write the smutty one. You write the <laughs> one for the, the weird political one. <laughs> you write one when Jonathan gets pregnant with Dracula's baby. And, and then, then they dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah there's a load if anyone wants to check them out and i don't want to be harsh on the people writing them because they're obviously quite creative and some of them that smut one's quite well written in parts but but they're, what why they're, they're fun reads in some weird way but i don't know i think i'd definitely read them again but not like on my own <laughs> i'd read them again for this because that is really funny <laughs> i think we should really do a full weird. A full special episode of us like reading it to each other, <laughs> reading a full fan fiction to each other. We should try and find ones that aren't just Hotel Transylvania. Can you imagine there's like click ones out there or like pixels or something? All right, okay, that'd actually be quite a good episode. Adam Sandler fan fiction. We both like go on a hunt for like some ridiculous thing and we just read it for Beethoven. That's our and- Christmas episode sorted. <laughs>
Oh god! But it's, it's the fans that keep these things alive. So good mm. for them. I don't hate the writers of this as much as I hate the game developers of New Transylvania Run. And oh yeah, hundred percent. So I think that leads us into our final mm-hmm. part of this fucking episode, which is going to be obscenely long. Our own fan fiction, technically. This next part. Uh, yes. The we can't criticise it too much, can we? The future and our pitch for a new monster for the Monster Gang. Do you want to go first? Yeah, because I've kind of revealed Semi what, what mine already is, but let's go into a bit more detail on it. She's called Queen Grinder IX. She's a giant fire ant. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I'm kidding. So my character, yeah, he's going to be voiced by Will Arnett. Of, um, oh, okay. You know, Lego Batman, good voice, great voice, very serious. And he keeps being teased in this story as being called Mr. Sea Beast because he's a monster from the sea. So that's C, and his surname's Beast, B-E-E-S-T. And then when he arrives, he's the creature from the Black Lagoon slash the Shape of Water creature. Yeah. They're just a, you know, weird little sort of reptile thing. His name's Cedric Beast, okay? That's what the C stands for, Cedric. Sea Beast, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> When he arrives, everyone finds him really sexy, even though he looks a bit weird. They're all really attracted to him for some okay. some reason. He leaves a trail of water everywhere he goes, so people are, like slipping over it. So Drax's like, why is this guy in my hotel making water everywhere? Really annoyed about it. <laughs> His dad's the Kraken. <laughs> Kevin Jonas, our favourite. No, it's definitely not Kevin. It's Joe, isn't it? Oh, it's Joe Jonas. I think it's oh, Joe no. Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Kevin's the worst one. Kevin's the one who's no, like a Nick, gardener now. Is it Nick? Jo- oh, no. Nick Jonas is the is the main one, right? I don't know if there is a main one. I think there's just two, and then there's just Kevin, who's the, the least. Who's the, one in Juma- who's the one in Jumanji? Nick Jonas, I think. I think Nick he's Jonas, the one who voices Joe- the Kraken. I don't know. Ah, right, who cares? This is the sound of pit, not the Jonas pit. <laughs> So during a dance number to an updated club version of TLC's Waterfalls, we see that Cedric Beast can walk on water and it's heavily suggested that he fucks a mermaid. So he's walking on water like fucking Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got loads of water powers. Um, but yeah, for some reason he fucks a mermaid. I don't know. It's just suggested. You don't actually see him do it. Yeah. So um, it's like him walking out of the place with two mermaids and stuff like, hey, let's yeah. get out of here. Can't do Maybe he's got like a... A shell like stuck to his crotch or something and he pulls it off <laughs> or like flounder from the little mermaids like stuck up his bum or something i don't know at first all the monsters hate him because all of their wives are attracted to him and so is griffin but by the end of the film he <laughs> <laughs> uh, by icon uh, griffin. <laughs> so yeah like all the women and griffin love him by the end of the film, he wins them over because the hotel is almost flooded and he absorbs all the water, saving the day. So there's a whole story here with him. When he absorbs the water, does he kind of expand like uh, like makes... Homer Simpson when he eats all those donuts in hell? <laughs> like it makes his cock massive. massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he becomes even more like muscular and all the women are even more swooning. And then, yeah, but he just saves the day, I um, think. I love it. Is this, would this be a short film or a full-fledged sequel, do you think? I think there's enough in it to make it into a full sequel. Rise of the Sea yeah. Beast. <laughs> Rise of the Sea Beast. Um, so you say Will Arnett plays plays yeah. him. You do know that Will Arnett played this exact character in Monsters vs. Aliens. Does he? I haven't seen that. Yeah, he plays the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon in that film. Oh, well, look, he's perfect for it. Maybe... Perfect. Is that a Sony Pictures film? I can't believe that because I thought maybe... I didn't want to say anything in case... Monsters vs. Aliens. I've seen the yeah, poster yeah. of that before. Yeah, he's there. There's a blobby in that played by Seth Rogen. 
oh what why does this film sound so good will it's, arnett it's the right missing good. link yeah oh yeah he's the missing link he's not the creature from the black lagoon but he but looks like him it's the creature from the black lagoon in there no i mean that look at what he looks like he looks exactly like the creature oh yeah i see yeah that's kind of what i'd want him to look like i guess as well Maybe yeah, sexy a little bit sexier <laughs> than that i suppose but yeah, get rid of the paunch and get like uh, some abs. Abs, yeah, <laughs> and like a dick. <laughs> well, that's a weird coincidence. But yeah, perfect casting, I guess. If perfect. he's already done it, yeah. If he's and not available, he's... I don't know who else you could get. Someone with like a charismatic, like smooth voice, I guess. Yeah, the guy who played Don Draper in Mad Men. <laughs> what? Uh, fucking, uh, fucking. Actually, that's a good choice. Who is that? What's his name again? Fucking, uh, my brain's not working. Oh my What's god, John Ham. John Ham. John Ham would be excellent as the creature from the Black Lagoon. All right, we'll so change he's... it because Will Arnett doesn't want to get typecasted as the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> he's always just, he'd always be getting scripts and he'd be like, oh, another water based lizard man <laughs> thing. Oh, fuck, I'm sick of this shit. He's like, this is why I passed on the shape of water. <laughs> he was originally going to play him in that. Uh, I I loved that. I also loved that I almost went with the same monster because I feel like it just seems obvious, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah, he's the only one who's not in the main cast. They fucking ruined it by having it in the um, shit TV series that I think's in the castle. Is that what he's in? He's in the TV series, Doctor Gilman. Yeah, Doctor Gilman. That's a shame. Maybe I mean they seem to ignore that show quite a lot. So maybe he will come into the fold in greater detail. What's your one anyway? Well, I, I was back and forth all over. So I originally had Gil, who was going to be the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. But then I had to scrap it because I fucking found out there was already one in these. And then I was looking up Sheffield-based folklore for a while. <laughs> found out about this, this fucking guy called Springheel Jack, who's some sort of like a <laughs> weird monster that can jump really high. But I was I couldn't really flesh it out. And then I went with, unfortunately, for a while, I was doing Loch Ness Monster. Mm. Joanna Lumley, I cast... <laughs> As, as that would she be Scottish, very... now here's the thing I was also going to have her husband in a cameo Billy Connolly oh fantastic the original Loch Ness monster but she does most of the operations now she's a posh English woman now the way that this goes into the story I've built a story around it that they have to go across the globe getting monsters for a monster team up oh, and not sick. only across the globe across the multiverse <laughs> So there's a new multiversal threat against all monsters everywhere, which is Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Oh, He's shit. in it. Fuck, yeah, the yeah. doctor himself, played by Hugh Grant. Yeah. So, so <laughs> he created Frank, and then whilst Frank has got all the claim, Victor has kind of been in the background. No one gives a shit about Victor. All he wanted was fame, and everyone just cares about Frank. This is more of a kind of Frankenstein story. Originally, I was thinking because Kevin James is one of the only cast members left, but he's fucking left as well. <laughs> so anyway, Frank got all the fame kind of from being built. This guy became really twisted and angry at the fact that this monster he created, everyone loved him and didn't love Victor. Hmm. So he started building monsters. Now, he, he lost every time he tried to capture monsters to put towards his ultimate monster. Uh, he was discarded. So he built a machine that would help him travel the multiverse. And then he went to different universes until he built this, which is some sort of hybrid between all the monsters. So oh my God. the picture I'm showing is a very crude picture. We've got Blobby's body, mm. Dracula and Mavis have had a sewed together head. You've got a werewolf arm, a mummy arm, a is bit that, of Frank. Is that a T-bone steak as well? 
a cartoon T-bone steak that's shoved in his side. No, the thing is, you can't see the forearm because that's actually uh, Griffin's forearm. Oh, it's invisible, yeah. Cool. So he's got an invisible forearm attached. This massive monster, and maybe he's got bits of Kraken. So they go across the, the multiverse to try and get monsters to help them from different universes. So one of them is going to be the Loch Ness Monster. You get other monsters. You get different Draculas from different universes. So it's a bit of an Into the Dracula-verse. Yeah, that's nice. what we call it. And we get like Luke Evans Bella from Dracula Untold. Luke Evans. We get all these like famous Draculas all come to help fight the ultimate monster created by Hugh Grant's Dr. Frankenstein. And it all ends in a massive battle. And that's then sick. they resolve it through a dance. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. Well, obviously they would. I'd like it if in that montage of them finding all the people, they go to a bar like in X-Men Origins when Wolverine's like, fuck off. But it's just Mr. Seabeast under the sea and he's just like fucking mermaid. Fuck off. <laughs> he's smoking underwater and he's just got all these mermaids <laughs> everywhere. He's reading fan fiction to them. You see Sally Hawkins or whatever her name is from the show for <laughs> That's good. That's really good. See, this is probably yours would have to be number five. You introduce Sea Beast. Yeah. It's like their new pal. Or like a short, then, like the monster pets, maybe Sea Beast Origins is just in yeah. the middle. Yeah, we get Sea Beast in. And then in this one, they're like, we need to get all the monsters and they try and get Sea Beast in. And he's like, <laughs> fuck off. Because he's like fucking some mermaid. There's been a fuck whole me short- like merman. Fuck <laughs> me like Merman. There's been a whole short film to establish this character, only for him to just tell the main characters to fuck off in the next film uh, of this yeah, children's film series. I called it Hotel Transiverse, but I, I actually it doesn't really work. I don't know what to name it. I don't know I why, want... but it sounds offensive as well. All right, Hotel Transylvania into the Dracula verse. It's so original. Getting... I'll give you that. Getting Draculas, we're getting Loch Nessers, we're getting Chubacabras, Yetis, Bigfoots. Why have you, you rushed it to get it out and called it the Multiverse of Monsters? <laughs> the Multiverse of Monsters is a fucking great title. <laughs> All right, if any Sony executives are listening this far, <laughs> I expect a fucking paycheck if you do anything that's a bit like this. I will, I will sue. They probably will do it. It will be. It'll they be... will fucking do it. If you look at cinematic trends recently, you add into the Spider Verse was one of the most popular animated films ever. Suddenly, two years later. Yeah, you've Everything. got that. The new Flash film's going to have Batman's in it. And then the new Spider-Man film's going to have Spider-Man. They're traveling the multiverse with Doctor Strange, Loki, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. And the Dark Universe films tried to do an Avengers. And now they've got all these Dark Universe characters and all these films and stuff. How do you connect them all? Big multiverse. I wouldn't even be surprised if they did a multiverse story at this well, point. Well, they've already said they're going to do a King Kong one and the stop motion one's going to be there with like the plasticine lips. He's <laughs> going to be fighting <laughs> King Godzilla. <laughs> I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm exhausted. That is very knackering. Oh my God. I love these films so much. <laughs> this is This episode has been knackering. But yeah, what are we meant to do on our 50th uh, anniversary anyway? Uh, this is celebrate. what we, we know. Well, there you have it. I think that's enough monstering for one day. Bloody hell. So much monster, More monstering than I thought we'd do. Uh, yeah. I like how far we've leaned off our original premise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The DNA is still there, though, isn't it? 
It's still kind of connected to Adam Sandler somehow. It's just, Uh, we're talking about him, like, hypothetically getting sucked off by Andy Sandberg in a coffin. I would like to apologise to anyone who's listening who didn't expect me to graphically talk about sucking a huge cock. I think we should also apologise to anyone that wanted a Sandler game because it's been two episodes now with no Sandler games. I refuse to play another game after playing... uh, The games are coming back. Transvania, the car game. And (laughs) yeah, we don't need any more games. Well enough. Anyway, next week we'll be back for our 51st episode. And what are we going to be doing in the 51st episode, Luke Thomas? For the 51st episode, I think we're going to rewatch all the old films and we're going to rewatch and we're going to write a sequel to Who Be Halloween where it's set in space. No, we're going back to our regular programming. Next week, we're going to be watching the cult classic Coneheads. Is it a cult classic? I don't know. <laughs> I always used to see the DVD in Tesco when I was a kid. And I was oh, just really? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I was never I, aware I, of this until IMDb became a thing. I don't think. Really? The cover is like Dan Aykroyd and, and some other people all with these big, big cones for heads, all like leaning on each other. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And they all look like real life Patrick Starr, don't they? You know, from uh, SpongeBob. They've got that sort <laughs> exactly. of pink triangular heads. Yeah. Cone heads, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've, I've not seen this. You've not seen this. I've not I'm seen guessing... This, but... This is almost definitely going to be one where we have to try and track it down somehow. It's yeah. not going to be on Netflix or Amazon. Oh, you can buy it on, on YouTube and it's only an hour and 26. Yes. Oh, good. That's usually a rough sign, though, because the ones that have been that short usually are that short because they run out They're of horrendous. ideas after 10 minutes. Any yeah. predictions for Coneheads before we go? Uh, very bad. And Sam's going to be in it for like 30 seconds, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be a featured player in this yeah i'm not looking forward to this particularly we've had a really really fun two weeks and we're going back to the drudgery of uh, going through these 90s uh, mm. comedy films but it has to be done the the voyage <laughs> never stops our last film was airheads wasn't it that we yeah i think so yeah we had is a it? normal episode for i mean that's mm. my boy but yeah you know. yeah i think airheads <sighs> now coneheads completing the heads duology <laughs> If you would like to check us out, we're on Instagram and Twitter. And what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Why would someone want to check us out after this? We're on Instagram as Justin Bonesteel. <laughs> Twitter as Mr. Sea Beast. <laughs> oh dear. Um... But no, if you would like to see more of our content, I don't know why, you can go to Instagram or Twitter at The Sandler Pit. You can also go on Facebook with The Sandler Pit on there. I would like to thank you can Joe email to... us. Oh, you can email us. Yeah. Sandlerpit yeah. at gmail.com. Send us your fan fiction. We'll oh, read yes. it out. Oh, Please. I'd actually like that. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Mental. Send us your uh, your character suggestions, who you're going to bring in. Yeah. Sequel ideas, but only for Hotel Transylvania. Any of us go in the spam. Straight in the spam box. <laughs> thank you to Joe Tyrone for doing all the music for this podcast. Uh, it's always a delight. Thank you to Luke Thomas for your drawings. Cannot wait to see... The ones of uh, Jonathan Loughran sucking off Dracula in a coffin <laughs> and the giant a, fire ant. I had a sick feeling, a sick, sick feeling, you bastard, that you were going to say about him <laughs> sucking off Dracula. Oh, God. Thank you, Luke Terry, for doing all the editing of this uh, podcast. This one's going to be, I think I always say it, but this one's going to be rough as well. That's I hope none of my family listens to this. All right. Uh, so, 
Thank you, everyone, for listening and bearing with us for the last 50 episodes. Jesus fucking, that's too many. That's more episodes than Dad's Army, (laughs) Faulty Towers, and like The Office UK. That's that's an Mm. obscene amount. Um, Same level of quality, though, at least. Oh, yeah, way funnier than The (laughs) Office. I can't wait for the Sound of Pit US remake. (laughs) (laughs) With Adam Devine and... uh, it would be another awful person that we could have on. I don't know, some other like bald bloke, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can't I can't even think of a single Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the podcast everyone's been asking for. Bruce Willis and Adam Devine watching Adam Devine Adam <laughs> I'd love Sandler Pit US. Right. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, it's been a very happy salabi from me and a very happy salabi from him. Oh, Jonathan, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. Awesome. Suck my dick again. This has to stop now. Pray!